Mike's working, uh, I got to say, he had food poisoning. So we owe the guy. He came out. He's working hard here. He's still a little under the yeah, weather. Mike, I really don't want to hear your complaining. A little green around the gills, but he's, he's yeah. sticking with, with us. He looks, you know, he's wearing his Kraken. Got the new Kraken, Seattle Kraken. He's going with the Kraken. Well, he did have fast food delivered, so I, I imagine he's not really doing much to nurse that. Uh, well, you know what? Not tonight. It's good fast food. Yeah. yeah. This is true. It's so we're back the immune system. after a long, I think the, the last one we did was the first week of the NFL season, was our first podcast. We were talking like in September. I don't think we've done any. I think September 12th. That's September 12th was our last was our last podcast. But you know what? We That one was so good, we didn't know how to follow it up, but we're back now. Well, we really want to take the long view of the NFL season. We want really, to. This, really is the, this is the halfway point. Halfway point. There we go. But I won't be bothering everybody about, you know, the whole thing and, and whatever. That'll be a future podcast. But we do, as we did mention in our last one, of course, we always mention Aaron Rodgers. And he's back with the Packers. He's playing with the Packers. But he's had a little something going on with this. Has he? Was I vaccinated? <laughs> was I not vaccinated? Now, I'm not going to crush. I don't, I don't want to crush anybody. He could have told the truth. He chose to say he was immunized. He did answer the question. We was was he vaccinated? He said yes, but it came out that obviously he wasn't vaccinated. He got COVID nineteen. He missed the game. In fact, as we're taping this last night, where the Packers lost to the Chiefs, and watching that game, if he was there, the Packers would have won that game. I, I don't think there's any question about it. They would have won that football game last night. Now, because it was only thirteen to seven was the final score of the of the game. And if they lose home field advantage by one game, that's the game they can look at by, by not getting the shot. Now, he said that it's, you know, he was taking the, um, what's the, the word I'm looking for? Uh, some type of uh, homeopathic things to do, or he was using that. And it came out that he got the COVID. He's got COVID-19, he got, the COVID. He got the COVID, he missed the game, and the big thing is also, is that you're supposed to, and he was posting on every trip that the Packers went on, he was flying on the team plane without wearing a mask. And the NFL PA and the NFL t- uh, together said, if you've got COVID or you haven't gotten the shot, you cannot fly with the team. You have to take a separate plane to get to the game you can't fly with the team because you haven't been vaccinated well okay so now at our strategy meeting because we do have meetings before this yes 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 uh, surprisingly uh, uh, surprisingly yes very loosely very loosely very loose very loose, very loose. Uh, they, they were the nfl was going to look through stuff and see if they found so they've now found him well they didn't even find it it was just every, like on an instagram every game that he he was <clears> flying with the team when they were on the road he was posting it, and then the Packers' website was also posting the same pictures. So the NFL now is investigating for 30 days you have to do with tapes of all your facility and then, uh, you know, for security reasons or whatever and make sure that everybody's wearing their mask and following the rules. Now the NFL has to go through 30 days of tape to look and see if he was, how many rules that he may have broken. Was he going in a separate entrance like you're supposed to? Was he getting tested every day? And, and I don't think any of that, that he did that, because he was... Yeah, I think that's pretty easy yeah. to say. <laughs> he if, didn't do if it. They, yeah, if they... So what's the NFL going to do? 
Well, what they're going to do is he's going to get fined because he's never gotten a warning first. If you get a warning and continue to do it, you can get suspended. But since it's his first offense and they found out, he's only going to get fined. More than likely, he's going to get fined. We'll, we'll see what happens, what the NFL is going to do with it. But last year, they fined uh, the New Orleans Saints a tremendous amount of money because their coaches weren't wearing the mask properly. The Raiders got uh, the same thing. They got fined. So they're saying... Some of the other owners are saying, hey, if you don't come down hard on the Packers, then what did you do last year coming down? Is he that important to the, the league that he's different and he can't you know, follow the rules that we're all trying to follow? Which all he had to do was say, I'm not vaccinated. I'm allergic to whatever is in these shots that I can't have. Wear the mask. But he wasn't... He didn't want the mask either. He didn't like any of the policies. And he used to be a union rep for the Packers at one point. So he knew all these things that were going on. This whole... And I think, uh, you know, the biggest thing was, you know, he had Terry Bradshaw ripping him, calling him a liar. They were at the Naval Academy and saying, you should have come here and learn about lying because you can't lie here at the Academy. And so he came down hard, and Michael Strahan also got him for quoting Martin Luther King, saying that's not the appropriate, or the, I, I wouldn't, you know, associate Martin Luther King with not taking a vaccine. He went through a lot more things than than this, but he's, you know, he's throwing the woke culture out there and the cancel culture and the whole bit. He's an idiot. He's, you know, he's what he an is. Idiot. He he, and I don't want to. He's always the smartest guy in the room. That's Aaron Rodgers. Obviously not. Right, but that's how Aaron Rodgers likes to come across. Like I won on Jeopardy when I was on Jeopardy. I, I can host Jeopardy. I know things. I'm, and the Packers are so afraid that Aaron Rodgers might leave, or they were afraid that he wasn't even going to play with them this year. I think they were complicit in some of it also. So they're the team will get fined. He'll get fined. But like I said, if and if he tests uh, positive again or is not ready to play the second game, they're playing Seattle. If they lose two games, let's say, because he's not playing, that could be cost them a first-round bye if they're the best record in the league. Or they'd have to go on the road rather than people coming to Green Bay in January and February to play before the Super Bowl at home. That's another thing, too. You're not only letting down you know, yourself because you, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. You're letting your teammates down now, too. And that's the bigger thing. Like Michael Irvin said early on, and used to play for the Cowboys wide receiver, he said, if you don't get the shot, then you're not a team guy. And when the players are coming out and saying things like that, Michael Irvin said it earlier, not just about Rodgers, but about yeah, anybody yeah. who didn't do it. But when you get Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Michael Strahan, and other guys from other, you know, pregame shows and, and whatever, ex-players saying, just get the shot. Yeah, you know football players have gotten things put in their body to help them play. You know, first of all, already you're playing football, which right. has been scientifically proven to pretty much destroy your brain at a certain point. <laughs> right. So don't don't give me the science argument, or I've done my own research. Don't don't do that. I think that there are players who like listen. If you don't want to get it, which I mean personally, I think is absolutely ridiculous. But you make that choice, right? You look at the 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 Brooklyn Nets let their best player, right? Kyrie is he, Irving, is right? He is, one, of players, one of their best players. One of their best players go. They were brave enough to say no. You can't play. You can't play. And fairly, like the uh, NBA, and it seemed like all the coverage was like, 
they ate Kyrie Irving alive. They they made fun of him for his ridiculous. Well, he also thing. believes the world is flat, yeah. Kyrie. He's got some other things going but on. But Aaron Rodgers, well, the world is, is flat. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Aaron Rodgers is no better, and in fact, he's worse because he endangered people. He did not care. He's all ego. I owe Tom Brady an apology on this on this podcast. Tom, if you're listening, I on this I'm podcast. Sure he's an avid listener. Yeah, I, I said some stuff about you that I now take back, and I'm sorry. And Aaron Rodgers deserves all and worse. And the thing that annoys me is one of my favorite football moments was watching this game with Steven where Aaron Rodgers throws this amazing pass and just watching Steven get hyped. I always liked Aaron Rodgers because of that. Right. But Aaron Rodgers is a... Uh, He's still a great player, but he's just but he's not a terrible he's out person. For, you know, he's he, he's very like it's got to be me, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You got to talk good about me. He doesn't like negative things said about him. He comes out, but he feels he's a little bit entitled or above the fray. You know, what I mean, he's not. Um, I don't know how he is as a teammate. Other than this, maybe he told his other teammates and like, hey, Aaron. With you, you know, us riding your right arm, we can go to the Super Bowl. So we're going to put up with things that maybe we wouldn't if it was a, a lesser player. If, if this was somebody else, because if you get enough guys that get COVID and you can't field the team, let's say, you have to forfeit, the other team forfeits, and they both lose the game checks. So not only do you, you know, you could have gotten, yeah, you know, I'm not wishing other people getting COVID, but it's serious to the point where if you can't field the team, you have to forfeit the game. You lose a game check. You only get 17 of them now. That's a big thing also. Now, it did come to that, but you're letting yourself open to doing things that maybe, you know, you shouldn't do or, you know, just use your head a little bit here. This is, but, I mean, this is a, a, I mean, obviously it seems that there's been a cover-up in some in way. Some ways. In some In some ways. Green Bay is complicit with it. I do feel bad for these other players that have probably thought, like, this is as close as I... Like, they're not going to be able to make the best decision because it's now they could go to the Super Bowl. They can win. I mean, everything that I've, you know, right. heard about. The, and it's not on them right. to police this guy. It's yeah. on Green Bay. And now it's on the NFL. And, you know, all They'll definitely his, find the Packers. They have to find the Packers. But now it has the, to be a hefty fine. Now the Packers are... A majority, like a shareholder. They're a team. shareholder. So do team. they find the majority shareholder? Well, they the 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 team gets no, you know I, money from yeah. the le- you know from the the contracts and everything else, and that money will be you know they'll take some of like they may find them like a half a million or three quarters that's of a million no, or that's something. Nothing. No, 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 it's 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 not it's not a lot. But how much you know? Don't forget, they're also the commissioner and the NFL office is going to come down. The NFL office and the commissioner work for the owners. So let's be honest. You're not going to nail the, the only Dan Snyder of the, the Washington football team got a $10 million fine. Uh, and he can't be with the team for a year because of, of um, things that were going on, a toxic workplace, the way they were, women were treated and things. This is how John Gruden's emails and they were sending some topless photos of cheerleaders and things out and, they got and he's not allowed to run the team, but in the NFL's wisdom, his wife can run the team. So Daniel Snyder doesn't have the day to day running of the football team, but his wife, who he lives with, yeah. has dinner with. But he, he obviously he's knowing what's going on also with the team. But the NFL and, and now the Washington football team is a is a stakeholder team, right? Or they're they're no, he's the majority. Uh, he he 
took out loans to buy out of it. So he is the principal owner of the Washington football team. This Eddie, you know. So, so does he have the same clout that, let's say, the owner of the Green Bay Packers does? They all have the same clout. They all have the same clout. Yeah, but this like was so equal thirty-two. Right. The other. They all split the money evenly. When the NFL was, when Jerry Jones came into the national, I don't want to get too heavy. No, no. We but, but, yeah, yeah. When Jerry Jones came into the NFL, he said, "Hey, we should divvy up the money." When he bought the team. Uh, from the previous owners, he said, hey, you know, we're Dallas, you're New York, you're L.A., you guys should, we should share the pie more than other teams like Green Bay and whatever. And then but did Wellington, they vote? Wellington Maris said, no, 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 no. We're 32. We all share it because just because you're in Dallas doesn't mean you should get more than Green Bay. We have to have a level playing field. So, but the owners hire Roger Goodell to be the commissioner of the National Football League and apparently, he got $62 million last year, Roger Goodell, because he got this great contract, TV contract, and they have a, a, a players and, and, you know, a bargaining agreement between the players and the owners for, like, the next seven or ten years, what I can't remember exactly, that a lot of money is coming into the league. They expanded to 17 games, which they're going to go to 18 in another year or two. So the money, they just print money in the NFL. They yeah. print it. So no, none of this is, is going to be a measure that matters. And I find Aaron Rodgers to be a despicable person. And he deserves he deserves to be dragged for this. He really, if there's any justice, he'd lose his job. Like people who are losing their jobs right now. And if, right. hey, if, you know. But I have no sympathy and I have only... Well, he won't lose his... Trust me. He will, no, he won't. He Aaron Rodgers is not going to lose his job not when there's, there's a Super Bowl to be won. No. This will... If they, they win the Super Bowl, there'll be a little stain on his... But they'll be forgotten, and he'll sail because into the, it's a yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's how important he is. They could have won last night's game. You kneel for the pledge of allegiance, you lose your job. Yeah, you lose you your job, and you're blackballed from the. You're exactly yeah. right, Melissa. Right. Exactly you're right. Fine. You There's, endanger the lives of people. You endanger the lives of not only your teammates, but everyone who works in that facility. You do not care. You are a terrible person, and I hope he loses every game. I wish nothing good upon him. Nothing good. Well, you know, that's a lot. I don't, some people Keeping feel that way. light here on the podcast. <laughs> Keep it, yeah. I'm sorry. Keep it sorry. light here. Listen, it's a let, fun let, like, episode today, you, guys. You, you yeah. risk and endanger people's lives. We wish lives. no ill will towards no, anyone, no. but but I know what you're saying. He did it, it being as, as kind of laissez-faire with it and not paying attention to the rules or following what could have been done. Yeah. And that's all it would have taken. It's, just wear a mask. Just wear a goddamn and mask. And wear a mask during when you're also having your... Um, when they're being interviewed, you're supposed to wear a mask if you're not. So the reporters that are there in the room, maybe, you know, and everything else. But Aaron Rodgers is a different breed of divaness in this sense. That's, yeah. He's a, you know, basically it's wide receiver. Everybody's a little bit of a diva that plays a sport. We know that. Yeah. But in this case, he took it to another degree. And when you're getting former players and some players ripping you. Now, look, if your stand is... I'm not taking it. I can't take it. Just say it. Wear the mask. Because you're also supposed to wear, if you're not in uniform playing, you're supposed to wear a mask on the sidelines. Now, during the uh, preseason games, he wasn't vaccinated, wasn't wearing a mask either. And that was seen. So these things go on. And they did have a couple of the other quarterbacks get COVID during the year. The only one that got the shot, apparently, at that point, was Jordan Love, who played last night. And I wish he had done better. 
but I can't blame it yeah, on I feel, else. I feel if terrible. If he had played supremely well last night, then they'd say, like, hey, we got our guy, but they lost. He only scored yeah. one touchdown, and it's Aaron Rodgers. And he's still one of the top five quarterbacks in all of football and maybe one of the top five of all times. So that helps you. It's not like it's a third-string guard, you know, or the, you know, the fourth-line center for the Rangers. You know what I mean? It's, it's it, you know, this is... Aaron Rodgers, we're Kirk talking Cousins about even, even <laughs> right. Kirk, right? Kirk Cousins, he says I don't, I'm not, but he does. He follows the does he, does he follow he follows, protocols? He wears yeah. the mask. He does what he has to do, and it's no, you know, it's he has children and whatever, but he choose, chooses not to do it. So then you go with it. But he's wearing the mask. He's doing what he's supposed to do. So you can't rip the guy if you're going to do it. Be honest about it. But Terry Bradshaw said you're a liar, and he called him straight out. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't like to be. You know, it's all about Aaron at this point. He knows everything, and it still torques him off that they lost last year to Tampa Bay, and they didn't go to the Super Bowl. And then when he watched that Super Bowl, thinking our defense would have done the same thing, the Mahomes that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense did. And we could have, that's his second Super Bowl. He wants that brass ring of the second Super Bowl to make him not just like a guy like Joe Flacco or, you know, a Trent Dilfer who's only won one. He wants two. It makes it look better for you. That's how it looks. You have two, you're in an elite status. You have one, ah, some guys have one that, you know, never won anything before. So that's the, I don't want to go on forever about Aaron Rodgers, but. So that's we know the, Zach won't be rooting for the Packers in the Super Bowl. No, the Packers are not back for Zach. The Packers are not back for Zach. anyone who helped him is despicable too. Now so just one other, like talking about Divas, and then we'll get to other things because we've got a lot of entertainment stuff to get to. And. You know, I was watching this baseball uh, show today, Michael, and they were saying, like, plays that you can't believe, and the first play they showed is the McDavid goal against the Rangers going through three guys. They're like, it's Must a baseball show. Us? You're yes. showing the best plays of the of the year in baseball, and they go, but here's the best play, like, I've ever seen, and it's McDavid going through three Rangers and scoring a goal. So they're like, he goes... I'd break both my ankles just putting skates on, and this guy's going through people. Yeah. It was like an amazing, ama- which we'll I get do, to. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure. Did you want to bring it, the Odell Beckham? Or I'm going to talk wanna, about a little oh, bit about Beckham, and then we'll go to the to, – I, I, I could have a lot to say about McDavid, but I mean the and best then, way because he's – Because we've yeah. also got a little James Bond movie and uh, Dexter's oh, yeah, back. We we've got some to things to talk about. But <laughs> OBJ, uh, Odell Beckham got his release from the Cleveland Browns. He's a – He's able to go to different teams, but what happens is when that when when you're let go and they worked out the contract, you have to go through waivers first. So there's 32 teams. The team with the worst record gets the first one. The team with the second worst record, and so on, until somebody claims him off waivers. But you know, if Detroit Lions and this time I haven't heard anybody claiming him yet, let's say the Detroit Lions say we want Odell Beckham Jr. He has to go to the Detroit Lions. But they why, also, why was he released? I don't. Uh, well, he, him, the quarterback, Baker, yeah. you know Baker was, Mayfield. He never really fit in their scheme. His best years are in New York. I mean, he went there. He to, became a hero, yeah, superstar. With that, everybody saw that catch, right? And then he did it again. And he <laughs> was very look. He was he's unbelievable, but he got hurt. Yeah, he, he got, got hurt. I think he got hurt like two. Three seasons in a row. Right, there. he's been. He's, you know, he's like missed that. games. He's yeah. missed, you know, a ton of games over the past couple of years. 
And when you're wide receiver, one of the best in the league, maybe one of the best ever, you know, that's what he was billed as when he was with the Giants. You know, when you're not playing, and then when you do start playing and you're not getting the ball, it's like, well, and then I think last week his father put out a video showing, I'm wide open, here's my son, he's wide open, and Baker Mayfield's not throwing to him. And then my son's wide open, Baker Mayfield chooses to run rather than throw to him. Now, which is kind of a, you know, daddy's got to bail me out move. He knew that was going. The same thing when LeBron says, and I love LeBron going, free OBJ from Cleveland. You know, it kind of was like an all, like... I'm not saying it was it orchestrated, funny. but it did seem like it was orchestrated. Well, yeah, he, he tweets that, and yeah. then the next day, he basically, they're working on the terms right. of his release. Right. But it's funny, too, that LeBron would root for that when he is Cleveland. You He's know, Cleveland, for, Cleveland. You could see you know. when, you're a, when you're a wide receiver, especially, and you want to get back into like your motions of being one of the best you have to get. Well, throws, you know, like you're not gonna make the highlight real catch on one throw. You have to have right. like targets in the game, and they, I don't know. Right. I also never liked. I want to say Baker Mayfield. He's always been like a. He was a a little higher tier Johnny Manziel to me, but he's still all like show, and he's not a good talent at all. But I think it's weird that it didn't work there for him. But I could see. Who I wanted to ask you, who do you think he could go with? Because I have a team that I think he could be great well, with. I, I there's a few well because I think the way they structured his contract, he's not going to get taken off of waivers, but then he'll sign with right. Somebody. He'll sign with somebody. I look. There's a few teams I think that could use him. I, I think Kansas City would love him. Green Bay would love him. Seattle, but I'll tell you who else would really love him is Tampa Bay. Tom Brady gets another toy to play with. That's a that that's a team. Who were you? Oh man, wouldn't that well, be interesting? Well, it is. I do. A Tampa Bay is an interesting one because Tom Brady typically gets like the Island of Misfit toys and makes them great. Exact like, perfect way of saying that right? because he also, I mean, like Fortnite. Not like he was, but like he had like an off season. You're absolutely him, right. Was Antonio great. Brown I went through say, everything. Now exactly. they signed. Didn't they bring in Josh Gordon now? Because no, he's in, he went to Kansas City. Oh, because I thought Gordon. he was going to get reset. No, but he, he did, reset, he did play for the Patriots for a while, Josh that's Gordon. Right, that's right. He did right. play for the so Patriots with Brady. He'll but take anybody, Tom, that he can throw to. That's the thing. Tom Brady, now, because we're friends. Yeah, yeah Tom, because yes, he all good. listens to the podcast, I'm sure. And he's accepted my apology. And I'm yes. sure he has. Yeah. yeah we've well, had a few times. He, <laughs> he gave a Bitcoin to a fan who got his... Uh, like gain six hundredth touchdown throw and the bitcoin Correct. one bitcoin's estimated at sixty four thousand dollars. Right. So like I'm sure that he he's not having any beef with us over that, that that ball probably would be worth more than sixty. Oh well, he, the guy got like a huge package. Of well, stuff. yeah, but the first touchdown pass he threw, Tom Brady, the first ball went for four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. The first football. The first. The so six hundred football. They said would have probably been worth six hundred thousand dollars because it's six, you know, it's, yeah. it's oh, six hundred yeah. touchdown pass. It's never been done before. Because he got some ridiculous package, like he got like game worn cleats by players and signed jerseys and he two got, years of season tickets. The guy, so he's so, doing, yeah, he's, he's doing all right. right. He got <laughs> a sixty dollar, a sixty thousand dollar Bitcoin from Brady and Gronkowski threw in a sixty thousand oh, yeah. dollar Bitcoin. Too. That's true, Gronkowski, which so I don't even understand. He got, <laughs> he's got a. Two autographed jerseys, yeah. a helmet, mm-hmm. and the jersey from the from Mike Evans who caught the pass and his cleats. Yeah, and Mike Evans also threw it away, not yeah, realizing. But not realizing. Everybody on the team knew. Hey, Brady's six hundred touch. So he catches it, 
hands it to a fan. Now, at first, the fan was saying, I'm not giving it up. Then they came back over to him again and said, Tom really wants it. He goes, I don't really want to give it up. Third time, he's starting to feel the pressure. Yeah, which the I would have said, as soon as I got it, it would have been like, I'm out. <laughs> See ya. Because Brady even said on the Manning podcast, what I mean, on the Manning um, Monday Night Football, how they do the Manning brothers, he said once he gave up his football, he had no leverage. You have the leverage if you have the football, because Brady really wanted that football. That's a really hard position to be yeah. in, though. Like, right? I'm going exactly. To, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to withstand all right, of that. But that's why I said to, to, to your, your, you know, to Liz, I was like, your, your mom. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> I was like, I know if I'm a fan, I know that's six hundred. As soon as he handed it to me, I would said, get your, per- we're out, we're going, and they're gonna have to try to stop me. I'll give you my number at the gate when I'm leaving. Call me, but I'm gonna ask for. Because, like Brady said, were, I got the leverage. Were they, like, putting the camera on him during oh, the Oh, yeah. Game? They came up to him and started to, you know, the oh first that they show it. And then somebody's interviewing him when he finally gave the ball up. And he's like, <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, I wouldn't know if I would have kept it. Then when he was interviewed later, he said, I probably wouldn't even sold it. I would have just kept it in my house and everything else. But I'm thinking, hey, did you talk to your wife about this? Like, they got 450 for his first one. You know, what do you think that one's going to work? Or the other way you could have done it is say, the last touchdown pass you throw, I'll trade you that one for this one because it'll be the last one you ever throw. You know, I'll keep the 600 until you retire and give me your last touchdown. Because when are you going to get a chance to make money like that? 60000 in Bitcoin? Give me 600000 in Bitcoin. Which is Whatever like, that is. As I, I don't understand even... with Bitcoin, that yeah, it fluctuates, right? Yeah. Like, right? That could be worth so like $6. Have nothing? <laughs> yeah. It could be worth, yeah, or it could be or you, how it goes. Yeah. I don't know. Here's you a non fungible token. <laughs> right. Yeah, are, yeah. You know, my luck I put it in the subway. <laughs> Expired you know, coupon. Right. Yeah. But some people, I don't know. I mean, the who is it? The new, not to bring in the politics, but the new mayor of New York wants to like introduce a Bitcoin thing. There's a lot of. Players work their contracts that they get their first few checks in Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah. Bitcoin I don't know. Bitcoin's becoming huge. It is. But it is. it's not like I'm like, I mean, it's very volatile because it could be worth, right. that one Bitcoin could skyrocket to worth a billion dollars or it could be worth nothing. It, it, it yeah, changes. I, I, it's I, worth I, nothing. I yeah. can't <laughs> claim to know enough about it. No, I, I have enough trouble trying to keep a 20 in my wallet. But, so, yeah. Uh, so. The team that I thought that God, Odell Beckham would go to, to bring it back to, the, I thought he would go to Seattle, would be a That's good a team. Good, yeah, it is a it good team, It was a team Michael. you mentioned in your, but I thought originally when he was released right. to Seattle, would work great with him. Right. It'd be another weapon but it would be to go along nice. with they have for, yeah. It would almost be nice to imagine if he went back to New York. Oh, would you live his best years with New York? Even though I truthfully we, we wouldn't want him. Well, I, don't, I don't think, but like, I don't think There's a lot help. of teams that don't want the headache. Because I don't think it would also help New York in the sense no. that they're not in a win now anytime soon. You have to have a strong... That's why I say, like, Russell Wilson in Seattle, yeah. Brady in Tampa Bay, Rodgers in Green Bay, and Mahomes in Kansas City. Someone like that that can say, hey, you know what, Odell? I want a Super Bowl. Yeah, I can I give want you, a Super Bowl. I'll give you targets. I'll give you a shot. He can't go to, to you know... Uh, you know, to New York with, with you know, and Danny Dimes. With Danny Dimes being the quarterback and saying, You didn't throw me the ball, you didn't throw me the ball. That's what it was like in, in Cleveland, was part of it. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, I think the first year they got him was like, Well, I got to throw it to Odell because he's going to come back to the huddle and he's going to come back to the huddle again. And it was, it was funny, Carson Palmer was on Dan Patrick and he had Terrell Owens 
and Ocho Cinco as his wide receivers Ooh. when he first and they're both and they were both on the team and he's like and they're both players who need the ball. They would always come back and he says, "Hey guys, this is a running play. I can't throw it to you. You got to give me a little little time here." But he said they were great. Their workouts were great. They worked like even with the second stringers, they always worked out. And I'm not saying Odell doesn't work hard and you know whatever, but you can't have that. It's got to be me all the time. He's got to go to a place that they can say, like Mahomes can say, all right, look, our offense is kind of a little stagnant here. We're not doing what we did in the last few years. You know, we're having some issues. You're going to come in. You've got to work with me, not just hold your hand up that you're open every play. Because there's not one wide receiver in the history of football that never thought they were wide open. Yeah. They want the ball every time. Yeah. You know, that's the way it goes. And and he can't, you know, he can't go to a team that doesn't have a quarterback that's got the, you know, the – the guts to tell him, shut the F up and just do what I tell you to do, and we're going to win games. If I got to use you as a decoy sometimes, or if I throw you a five-yard slant, you go for 80 yards, that's what we want. But if I don't throw it to you, chill, the, you know, chill out, and I'll get it to you at times. So that's the, that's the thing about Odell. So we've, we've hit the NFL. Now, now, Dad, you did say that you were, you were thinking about maybe – Predictions? Are you are you in a place that you want to do you that now, or do you? I was gonna do predictions, but I'm, first of all, I'm horrible at predictions. Well, who would you pick at the? I, I got a. Well, I did say watch out for green. You know, I said Green Bay yeah. might go to the Super Bowl, but that was about you know There's since they're the third favorite team to go between yeah. the Rams, the Tampa Bay, and Green Bay. It's the halfway point. And I I still think it's there's I I was thinking that the AFC was going to be a stronger this year than the NFC, but you've got the Rams. Are very good. Tampa Bay is very good. Green Bay is very good. Um, so there's three or four teams from the NFC that I still haven't been able to, you know, and Arizona. I can't leave them out. They've only lost one game too. And for the AFC, I'll tell you right now, the Tennessee Titans are are really a good football team right now. They've beaten four playoff teams in a row. They beat Baltimore. They just won uh, yesterday. They beat uh, the Indianapolis Colts. They beat the Rams. They played really. They're and they lost Derrick Henry, one of the, yeah, best, the best running, running backs. Back that him. guy is like... Between him and McCaffrey, but they're both out for the season. Right? Well, yeah, McCaffrey hasn't even played one game has been out. Yeah. He just got hurt, uh, Derrick Henry. Henry. Yeah, he's been the best. Which is, the, the which is uh, a shame because he was on a pace for 400 carries and everything like this. And I know you're a big Derrick Henry fan, Melissa. I know. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. I believe, Melissa, it's crazy. You're wearing a Derrick Henry jersey right Isn't now. Isn't that yeah. crazy? <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Away jersey from the Tennessee <laughs> Titans, you know. <laughs> Formerly the Houston Oilers. Oh. But that is um, our little football here. I was going to get predictions, but you know what? We don't have Mr. Basketball here, either Steven. Yep. So I think we should do, like, when we do our next podcast, we'll have some little, little things more, and we'll talk about the NBA, you know, because Steven is... Mr. 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 Basketball, Basketball, as we call him. But they were at the White House today, the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks were, and he praised their team effort, uh, President Biden, for them, which was very so this, nice. And Yeah, one of those things I have to uh, disagree with President Biden over is that... Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. Right. No disrespect to the big, Milwaukee Bucks. Big Chris Paul fan, if those of you don't remember. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I was rooting hard for the Phoenix Suns for you, Zach, but I mean, even today I watched some of the video of them being there, and he, even Antetokounmpo shows how great he is. Just how he's He puts on shades and he's like I'm running for office but then his fans are like what office like I can't tell you because we'll take it way too seriously I'm not <laughs> running for office but he's just I don't know he's well, been living his best life since oh yeah that, he, hey, listen, that yeah. was all it was all in good fun that was uh, oh, yeah. that was an amazing 
Milwaukee Bucks team, and if we were going to get crushed, I guess that was... You might a, as well get crushed back out. Yeah. Who, who no, played he, like that? Yeah, he was uh, very yeah. good. And they're was, having a little trouble in their front office, the uh, Phoenix Suns, with some things about the owner of like a toxic work environment, too. So oh, yeah, goodness. That's, that's another uh, thing. Can I just like Chris Paul. You can. It, I mean, it's <laughs> no, not, no, it's not Chris Paul. Okay, all right, thank no, God. It, it okay. all lies in it's the an, owner. It's an owner. It's, it's, it's a typical deal, thing yeah. with the owners here. Oh, okay. Well, so we're just going to... She's making sounds and, and, and breaking things. We're going to pivot to the NHL with Mike, and then we're going to say... go on to the entertainment we'll just, from We're going to hit the entertainment. Just let it I got flow, you on baby. that front. And we just have got it, it covered yeah. with entertainment news because there's been a lot of stuff here. I know Melissa wants to get into the NHL stuff. Melissa is yeah. big well, you know, NHL. I like to get you know. into the weeds so when it gets into that the, stuff, baby. The Jack Eichel situation, right? Yeah. And we can just talk about McDavid, who is... It's amazing yeah. when he... I'll, and I don't mean to cut you no, no, here. But he looked like Gretzky. What he even did the slide at the end, and when he went like that, it was like a Gretzky like moment there. And but I'll also say a Gretzky, and and this is also it was key to note. It's against the Rangers too, so yes. I have no reason to love this play. But he, you can't help when him. when he was when he was at the reporters asking him at the end of the play, and right. they were like, "How do you score a goal like that?" And he said, "I'm paid." to score goals in big moments and I'm paid to play. Like, this is, it's nothing new for me like that. Yeah. But not in, like, a cocky way, more in the, like, it's not amazing. It's just, I get paid to do this. In so a very do it. Canadian way. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Very, and then we, we've talked about this on the podcast. We've talked about this before, me and Dad, just privately. Like, when you think of Gretzky as the best hockey player ever, and then you think of, like, Jordan, arguably the best basketball player ever, it's like, where Jordan, it's always like the little cockiness at the end of like, right. it, you know, it had to be me. Every time you talk about Gretzky or he's talked about or asked about the NHL, he says the guys playing now could do what I did a thousand times. Like he's the most humble when it's like Gretzky. No, they couldn't or else they would have or do it now. Right. You know, it's like he's one of the most humblest guys. So there's a little of that too. That like, Oh, yeah. McDavid never says, oh, I'm the best player, but... Even Pete, everybody was saying like Gretzky like goes out of his way because he's always like the pads are so much, uh, yeah. You know, like like yeah. like he, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, when you're when you're secure though in yourself and your talent, you don't have yeah. to have the spotlight on you. Because you know what, he could also be that he could say like, oh no no, but also the record books will still have Gretzky's name right. under everything. Yeah. Right, there's only that's, one the great one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's the great one, and he was but, unbelievable to watch. And I mean, he just did it. It was effortless, like McDavid plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you see it, you're like, oh, my God. But and you can watch of... that play over and over again. It's still like, how did he get yeah. through? I mean, but he could have broken that's... ankles. He moved so... The on, thing on that's crazy like that is that amazing. he's done this play a thousand times before, which is like it's a once-in-a-lifetime play. That right. He's done a lot. Like He, he had this one like heads-up play against the Maple Leafs that was shown all last year right. where like he's looking one way and he head fakes and immediately cuts his body the other way and skates faster than three players and scores. Yeah. But it's like he does a play that everybody's like, nobody could ever do that play, and he does it every, and every to underline year. It, it's on skates. 
Yes. It's not like he's making a football move or a soccer move, whatever. This is skating. It's already in any sport when somebody does a no-look pass or no-look throw or something. It's crazy. But when you're on skates and to look somewhere and just totally go the other way, is this and but so yeah, he he breaks through four Rangers defensemen, basically makes them all look like they're skating on like you know right in quicksand. Yeah, basically. yeah, basically. And then he, I and he will, beats a really good goalie too, who is like one of the best goalies. Well, uh, Jor- that Georgiev was in that the backup. Oh, the I backup will say I maybe if Igor was in, maybe that, if Igor was in there, I mean, would I can't gone. if you know because Igor he is a great. Great goalie. He's not a Lundqvist yet to me. Yet. But, I mean, he's. I have to be objective. He can get to that level in the sense of that's the ceiling that he has, that he's played this well. But still, McDavid does it time and time again. But so that was... And, he, and you, you literally can't hate this. It's not, yeah. like, it's not like... I mean, I was and, not always the best person, Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Uh, but... This guy's amazing. This yeah. guy's just well. You amazing. watch. You watch McDavid. And people are like, he needs to. He looks like he's playing in the minors. Like he needs to be called up in a league that doesn't exist <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's just. He's like he's playing like he's right. in an AHL. That's like he's very so, true. But it's and every every like the fast of the game he plays is every way he does it. But so that's yeah. And, and the, it's again that goal. The Rangers were up five to four with three minutes left in the third period. That goal tied it to bring it to overtime in a game where the Rangers lost. So I had no reason to love this goal, but right. I was like, you have to be in awe of yeah, it. Yeah, you're when mesmerized you see it. at that. At, 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 when, when somebody does something that good, you just got to like, as well, they all say, you got to tip your cap because he just did it. You know, he's that good. He's just that good, but, this uh, guy. But to bring it to another player who could potentially have those type of plays again, uh, Jack Eichel, He's went uh, now to the Vegas Golden Knights, which right. is I'm going to be very interested because if when all of their roster is healthy, they're like they're five million over the cap, so they're going to have to do a lot of working around to do that. Right. But the I structure I, or things like I that. I can Tampa Bay this one. Yeah, well, they I mean, depending on how long Jack Eichel's out for, they could Tampa Bay it because he could be out for a long time. Well, I heard at least till after the maybe by the new year or something like that. Oh, even it would be, or longer. Because even be. yeah, they he like they're going to do like the you know he wants to play in Team USA this year, but he's saying I won't want to rush anything. Yeah, I don't think, think he could play in the Olympics. I'll yeah. say it. A lot of flack has gone to the Sabres GM, I think Ken V. Adams' name, because he basically, a lot of players are seeing it as a red flag. He didn't allow Eichel to get this surgery where there's, he had a neck injury, and he wanted to get this, it's a newer surgery, but a lot of athletes have got it before. He's not the first athlete to get it. And it's a less invasive, more... But it'd be the first hockey player, though. He, he right? would be yeah. the first hockey player. But he's not the first uh, athlete uh, he was talking about. He did an, an interview with Elliot Friedman. He talked about how this uh, MMA, I don't know the, I don't know too many MMA uh, members. That's why I don't know his name. But he had but gotten the surgery. will help us out with that yeah. a little bit. <laughs> That's big MMA. Sport. But he had gotten the surgery, and it was his 18th surgery. And he said it was the least invasive one and painful one that he's ever gotten and that's a guy who gets them every day for his also, career <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. MMA fighter yeah. Yeah. part of his life but it's like so he it's basically he wanted to get a neck uh, you know he had to get a neck surgery but somebody wanted to do a disc fusion which was the older surgery and basically this is the newer it'll do the same thing but you have a quicker recovery time less invasive less painful it's basically just okay they came out with a better surgery but Eichel wanted to get that, the Buffalo Sabres wanted him to get the neck fusion. 
he said, there's no way I'll, I'll do that because he's like, at the end of the day, I have to live with it. If right. something goes wrong, it's my neck, it's my body like that. Like, I'm the one who's going to get hurt from this and have to live with it. And he did say, not a lot of people knew this, not a lot of Buffalo Sabres fans knew it, but he would have come back to play for the Sabres. Their relationship wasn't that tainted up until the point where he said, if you let me get the surgery I want, I'll come back and play for you. Right. But they basically were like, no. So that's why I stuck to, I, I want to get traded. Right. Luckily, a trade was able to be done. I will say, for Jack Eichel, it was probably a good thing that this happened, but a lot of the uh, play, not the owners in the NHL have been also mad at the Buffalo Sabres GM because right before Eichel got traded to Vegas... There was a report that came out that this player, Matthew Tichuk, who plays for the uh, Calgary Flames, who is an amazing talent and once in a generational player also, right. he, there was an NHL insider got a report that he was offered up by the Flames in a trade for Eichel. And when that was floated around, out of no, you know, suddenly Vegas makes the trade for him. Now it was said that Calgary has come out and said that they never ever would have put oh, him in it. So what's coming out is that the Sabres GM gave an insider false information about a player in the trade so that would force a Vegas trade with to, Vegas. Basically meaning like, hey, they want to give us Matthew to Chuck, who's an amazing, amazing player. Right. What are you? What gonna are you going to give us? Like, right. but they didn't say that directly to the Vegas. They let an insider know this. That hey, the Calgary Flames offered okay, us yeah, this Calgary guy, is but offering but this which and that, that never ever would have happened. It's like saying you offered McDavid. I mean, not nobody's McDavid, but right. you would have never offered this player. He's a top five player. This this guy. Could yeah, could be, potentially, potentially. Like potentially. yeah, that's the thing where it's like you would have never offer this player. So it was just a fake put out there to force. Vegas's hand. And this plays into a little bit what I think of with uh, player empowerment, though, now. This would have never happened 10 or 15 years ago where a team is telling you you have to get surgery. No, yeah. You're going to get the surgery we tell you to get. Where now players are like, no, it's my body. I want to get other opinions on how I'm going to do it. Like with Brady going to Tampa Bay and saying, I'll come, but you got to bring also, give me, you know, Antonio Brown, get me. Leonard Fournette, get me what I want and what Aaron Rodgers wanted in Green Bay and what other players want around, you know, in all sport now. It's more like we're, co you know, we're, we're co-GM at this point when you've got players like that to say, I'm not going to get that surgery. Well, it's I'll come back, but yeah. let me get the surgery I want. It's my exactly. body. I mean, if I get checked into the boards and now I can't move a limb, God forbid, or something happens to me, I made the decision. If it happens and you make the decision... That you know what happens, you know. I mean, at least I had some say in it. Where twenty years ago, that would never have happened. It started it's, in the NBA. I don't believe it would have. It started in the oh, NBA with players with the picking NBA. their teams and that with the super teams. Absolutely, it trickled into the NFL because right. then there's players realizing, wait, I have the same clout as this NBA player, and now yep. hopefully, I think hopefully, like I would like for this to happen, that's trickling into the NHL too, where superstars can kind of demand. Because at the end of the day, like some people get really really pissed off about and i get it because of the cap space and you want your team to win or whatever and you right. want them to sign team friendly contracts but they get really mad at the player 
like there's Rangers fans, I'll say just an example of that, are really mad at like Kreider and Truba, Panarin, Zibanejad, these guys. There's like, and now Fox, those five players have like 48% of the cap space, mm-hmm. just those four players mm-hmm. on the team are five. But I'm like, you should be mad at the team for maybe making a bad contract, but I'm not mad at the player for getting as much money as they can. Absolutely because not. when they're going to retire, this is what is going to be, and their bodies are, when they're broken and they need it for an injury or whatever, like, right. I if you get mad at like the Rangers signing Truba to a big contract, be mad at the management for maybe offering right. the contract. Exactly. But I'm not mad at Truba for saying yes to a bunch of money. No. I would do the same the thing. The owners aren't going to turn down a bunch of money. You yes. don't think the owners are happier now that they're on ESPN and and TBS? And exactly. They're getting a more bigger piece of the of the money pie. Yeah. So why shouldn't it go to the players? But that also goes to the Jack Eichel, where I'm I'm happy for him, where I don't want players to get a surgery they don't want, and the same with that. Yeah, and then absolutely like people not. worried about his. Yeah, that's, that's like the least diva thing. Yeah, you're, like, like you're yeah. not really. You're you're basically saying I want to get the correct surgery. I want to get body. what's. Yeah, I've done the research. It's going to help me out. This is what I want. And this here. isn't also like a COVID. I've done the research. <laughs> yeah. This is yes. a liter- yes. this is a medically backed <laughs> yeah. surgery. It's yes. Eichel didn't walk out with Joe Rogan and say this. Is <laughs> yeah. the, this is the best surgery well, available. I'm taking ivermectin. Who yes. Look, he's been dewormed, Joe Rogan. Yes. So See, that's, that's one thing. Dewormed, Joe yes. Rogan has been dewormed. But so I don't. I'm just. I'm well, Joe Rogan. Rogan is the top expert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everything that's take everything. some DMT I, and I, yeah. I, I, take, I take everything he says at face value. Um, He's a scientist, right? But yes. for but for Eichel and his health, like I've never rooted for Eichel in the sense of he's been a Buffalo Saber. I've had no reason to root for right. Eichel. We've played against him a lot in the you know even though we're in different divisions now, right? We're not like his rival, but like I want him objectively to come back and have the best season of his career. Right. I hope he gets healthy enough in time, not rushing it, that he can play for Team USA because that's been a dream of his. I want him to do that because that's coming up this year and just February. I, just just quickly, yeah, yeah. The, the NHL change course on that, and they're allowing them to play again. Yeah, that's right. I think that's great. And there are you remember they did the World Cup of Hockey a few years ago. Yeah, now there's there's early talks to bring that back again too. Which it's like it, now with with hockey already being on ESPN, and then if you bring in the World Cup, and then like the World Cup of Hockey and the Olympics, because now ever since hockey coming to the NFL, I mean the you know ESPN. I'm ESPN, sorry. Yeah. There's been just. Scandal. I'm not going to go into all of them, but scandal after scandal after scandal. There's been like four between the Jack Eichel, the, you know, uh, Buffalo Sabres, like GM. Now the whole thing with the Blackhawks Black and Hawks, that trickling yes. to the GM of the Jets and the coach of the Pan- Panthers, Panthers who had to yeah. resign. Like, ever since the NHL's been in the spotlight, they have shot themselves right. repeatedly. And now owners want Bettman to resign over his poor management of the NHL. So it's like... right. Now it would be nice to just focus on hockey and focus on expanding the sport and broadening the brand and going for, you know, I would love for the Olympics to take yeah. all that. So I'm hoping that Jack Eagle is the best return possible. And, you know, the sad thing, and I I'm, I, I like, you know, Connor McDavid, but the, the bad thing for the NHL is he plays in Edmonton. Yeah. Where their games are late starts, or even in like a lesser market where it would help, right? You know. Let's say he was on, you know, on the LA Kings, the New York Rangers, the you know the Florida, or any team in Florida, or you know whatever, where you could see him more. Maybe probably wouldn't be good for the Kings because yeah. it'd be the same type of thing, three yeah. hours behind, you know. Although uh, you could say with the LA, you know, market there, right? It would be deal. better for 
for U.S. hockey, but yes. I feel like him being in Edmonton, the no, place it's with wonderful Gretzky, it's for, wonderful for, for Canadian it's like hockey. Mike Trout is a great baseball player who hurt this year for the Angels, but he's only been in three playoff games, but he's one of the best baseball players of all time, but nobody sees him play because mm-hmm. he's on his games are on at 10.30 at night Eastern time. And let's be honest about it. You know, the East drives the media here. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's that's the thing. It does, because even yeah. in the West Coast, because they got it, you know, Correct. Earlier, everything so, happens earlier yeah. there. You know? Yeah, it's, 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 it would be so much better if he played here. or Well, obviously for the Devils, Islanders, Rangers, you know, you would love it ever. But, Although that would be terrifying if he played for the Islanders or Devils. Or, and I would want, right. you know, any right. team that we'd have to play against. You'd never get his night. jersey even though you'd want it. You no, know? yeah, and, and I'd want to see him play and I'd have to see him destroy the Rangers on right. a nightly basis. It would be tough. I mean, but, but it would be uh, it would be great for fans because if you're not a Rangers fan, you'd love to watch him just play. Yeah, that's you just know, it. That's I mean, it. for them to show his highlight on a baseball highlight show, you know, it's it transcends just sport. It's just that good of a play. It's it, it was an amazing. Which that's the place because you can show somebody who's not a hockey fan a, a great hockey play and them not necessarily understand why it's great, but you can show them a great Connor McDavid play and be like, oh, okay, because I understand that even though I can never skate. If I could skate, I could never do that. Right. And there's players who can skate and get paid professionally, get paid what he gets paid, and can never do that. So he just has those plays. Like the Odell Beckham, like, one-handed. Right. Like, the one-finger grab, basically. Right. Like, you okay, right. I know I'm not an NFL wide receiver, but I could never, ever do that, no matter how many attempts I get. And now long. you see a lot of guys making the one-handed catch. You know, you like, yeah. we couldn't do We're not, but if we had the... The ability to play football, like you know, like these. But guys it does get. have even the NHL. One guy, remember, I showed you the William Carl, the William Carlson, like between the legs. Yeah. For the night, uh, yeah, the Golden Knights. Now that happens on a nightly basis. Right. Now you see the between the legs goal. It's just somebody does it, and then the whole league just adapts to it. And right. And they have the talent to do it. Yes. The, where that's they don't true. have the stick. You You're know, not seeing anybody. Or something like You're that seeing the best players yes. do that. Absolutely. But so I mean, again. I'm hoping the best for Jack Eichel and the Vegas Golden Knights because that would be interesting. You'd have you'd have Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, Jack Eichel, and Alex Petrangelo on the same, same team, team when they're all healthy. And those are all big names who we're playing for. One was on Ottawa, one was on Montreal, one was on Buffalo, one was on St. Louis. And then you have them all now in Vegas together. And I don't know if you saw, they had this huge... Intro for when Jack Eichel came to Vegas. I didn't they see met it. him. They met him at his hotel with the their mascot, with the cheerleaders. They had a band playing. Really? They had fans there. Oh, they that's met cool. Him. They met him as in like royalty. Yeah. They had the actual Golden Knight, the guy who goes and does all the pregame stuff uh-huh. in there, like uh-huh. on the ice. They had him open the door for him and oh, be really? like, "Oh yeah, we're you know, wow. Sir Eichel, we're here for you and all that." That's... But the best thing is that every NHL team, and this is like the last before I, you know, we can move on to other sure, things. No, no, is that every NHL team that reached out for a trade, including the the Rangers, which is one thing I can say I'm like proud of for the Rangers and that, is that they said that regard okay, if he comes to our team, we'll support his surgery. The yeah. Flames said that they would support it. The the Vegas Golden Knights are supporting it. Like right. it's just it's common sense. Yeah, if just, you want this guy to do it, you want to make him happy. Yeah, because he'll be with you and. But also sure. not even less of like making him happy, more just not forcing him into a, a, you know, a surgery that he doesn't think and that even the doctors aren't going to think is going to work. Right. 
It's like as long as it's good for his health, that's all that matters. And I'm sure Eichel is just as thrilled to, no offense to the Buffalo audience that we have out there. Yeah. I know we're big in Buffalo wing country. We're huge in Buffalo. But, yeah, really big. We're big up there. But, you know, if you had your choice, Buffalo or Vegas. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take Vegas, Vegas winters baby. over Buffalo winters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, no, no offense. You know, upstate New York fans, we love you. We, we, we're big on Yeah, no, that is that is definitely another key to it. He's got to be great going from the Buffalo, cold, harsh winters to right. Vegas. Because they you know when they really, that. really want you to. And isn't there, like, bit. no state income tax? There is no state income tax. Oh, in so he Vegas. just made more money. But so you're going making, to this, you're making for Jack more Michael. money. And, but it's for the love of the game, too. Oh, yeah. Don't forget that. And well, and also, like, you know, bringing it to the expansion teams. Like, I love the, the crack and I love the Golden Knights. Just mainly because when the league expands, I want to support the new franchise so they can grow. And, and then you're supporting can, the Kraken tonight, Mike. Yes, wearing I am. Your, I'm supporting the Kraken tonight with the uh, the nice uh, sweatshirt hoodie. you got me. Very nice and and over Melissa's now... Uh, uh, football jersey is a Kraken hoodie as well. Yes, oh, yes, yes. So, but so that is a big Kraken. What a better way to keep the uh, expansion teams. But I'm talking know. about the sea creature. Yeah, yeah. is always releasing the Kraken. Always Kraken. releasing that Kraken. The, and she's also big in the grunges uh, bands of the Seattle. Oh, yeah. Thing, yes. So that's yeah. it. Exactly. Let's not leave. You know, let's not forget that the Foo we'll, Fighters and yeah. <laughs> and whatever. But what a better way to keep the expansion team though relevant with Jack Eichel now. How who's perfect. gonna get who's gonna get more views than and the, they're yeah. a model for a lot of teams to look at what they did. They came in the league, they're in the finals or the semifinals yeah. every year. I it mean, is it, it is fine. Jack <coughs> Eichel went from never being in the playoffs to being to a team that in their history has never missed the playoffs. Right. Amazing. They've been in Amazing. the league four years and have never not made the playoffs and not made it past the first round, also. Every, yes, and that was Zach uh, choking a little bit, but he's okay now. We yes. just want to make sure you're all right because we have a he's, lot. Was taking get. ivermectin, so it's okay. Yes. <laughs> we have well, a little bit. Well, you know that's more nothing in. unusual. We have Zach a little bit more chokes. to get to. We're gonna pivot, but when we get Mr. Basketball back, we're gonna have a hockey and NBA preview because right. we have to get our picks for that. I'm not gonna yeah. put you on a spot yet. No, season no. just started, and I don't like early predictions or whatever and me i i don't i'll, I'll wait till the playoffs start and then give you my super bowl and don't worry both those go until like september right so we'll be going on on forever i have a full year left <laughs> now as we like to do we call this a pivot in the business we're going to go to our entertainment section here right now hey. and there's a lot of things first of all there's a lot of shows that are that have come back uh dexter is back there's a great show on um stars called hightown Succession is back, and you, of course, which is a great show also. It continues to be wonderful. But, Melissa, I, you watched already the first episode of Dexter. Yes, I have. Now, just a little background. When Dexter ended, yes. fans, people were just so ticked that... They were quite disappointed, which I, I have to say, I wasn't one of them. Really? I, I enjoyed the way that it ended. That's, that's the way I wanted it to end. Really? Yeah, I really got to say that I I don't feel the same um, the same hatred 
that some of the fan base I know felt when that happened. I know it's very controversial of me. I know. Well, that's, you've always I, taken that controversial well, side. Well, the learned anything from this episode is that... that I'm, a, I'm a controversial person, that, that, yeah, you know? You're, you're I, coming I, out with a controversial take. <laughs> yes, I've got, I've got a hot take. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's hot a real take, hot, hot take hot that takes. you weren't disappointed she with something. How dare you? I, yeah. I know, right? But I was... I, I enjoyed the edit. And, you know, as a, as a person, like, let me tell you what kind of, what kind of fan I... What, fan I am of this. I've read every book. I have every season that, well, now there's a new season, obviously, and we have to get, but I have every season on DVD and have watched those, like, daily when when I found uh, the show Dexter, for the rest of the people that I know, right? If you right don't know now. what Dexter is, it's a, a serial killer who kills other serial killers. So you don't have to worry about it. So you, do, you don't got to worry. Police, He's so a good okay. guy. He's right. good. And I right. got it. One thing, obviously, the show has to do that the books don't do too much of is like he's kind of like an anti-hero in the show. You have to root for him. He's your main character. You want to root for him. But in the books, like he really the emotion that he has for like people like his sister or you know his uh, his wife or anything like that. He doesn't have like those emotions for them so much. So the book, you know, really really doesn't make him as likable as, you know, the show does. In the show, you're like, well, you know, he could well, be like a, a nice guy. Or the book better, then. I think they're both really good. I I, I mean, I, I see, I don't know where I stand at it. I like how the show, um, the first season, it goes pretty much, it's pretty much like what the first book is. And then after that, the show becomes its own thing. But I could tell, being a person that has read every book, that they also have read the books and they put Easter eggs in the show. So I started watching the show before I read the books, and then when I started reading them and I would watch the show again, there'd be things I'd see just in the background or whatever. I'm like, oh, wow, they got that from, you know, the book. So I'm like, somebody's somebody's reading those books as well who's making the show. What came first, the books or the show? The books. Really? Okay, yeah. I never knew the that. The books came first. Did There's they finish book before series. the show started? Um, he didn't finish the book series, but they, he got a couple books in before they decided to adapt. Is it. this like a Game of Thrones thing? So they're ahead of what would have happened? Like, you know, Game of yeah, Thrones. At this like, point, too, they've, they've gone past Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, yeah right. Because this guy couldn't write yeah, 50 he's books, written his probably. last yeah. book. Yeah. And they're not like, you know, epic sagas like a that. See, maybe that's why I like the series. Because it's like, you know, they're 200, 300 page books. So I've read the whole series of them because I'm like, well, you know how much time. It's not like it's a thousand pages right. every book. But, you know, I, I put in the time to read them. And I, you know, I love them both. Do the I books go, go, like, do they spend a lot of time, though, on this is how I do my, like, the setup for the kill? Or does he go in depth on the, or does she go into it's, the right of the, the kill? It's really just like, you know, because the monologue he has in his tough. head in his show. That's a lot uh-huh. of what the book is, because you're getting a lot, like, he's telling you the story through, so they'll go through the kill, sure, but the show kind of puts more into that. Uh-huh. Kind of has, like, the kill room, everything like that. Right. In the book, you're really more kind of hearing this guy's thoughts, and that's why I'm saying, like, the show makes him more caring, whereas in the book, you really get to hear the inner mob, like, he doesn't care. You know, like, he, right. it's hard for him to pretend that he does, and he has to, like, work around it. One thing I love that... Michael C. Hall is, um, he is uh, Dexter, he plays Dexter in the show, is, you know, if you watch his face, he does a great job of that, where, like, there's certain scenes, and, like, you can see, like, he's trying to figure out how to react, or trying to watch how other people react mm-hmm. to figure out how he should, and I, like, I think that's great, there's always scenes with him where you can tell, like, 
oh, okay, like, there's something off about him. He, you know, something's right. a little off. Like, ooh, what a nice stand-up guy, but he'll have a face. And he does great with that, with the, the you know, the little expressions on the face that are like, I have no idea what I should be feeling right now. Let me try to look at the other people here and see what they're feeling and take from that. And I just, I think the whole, I, I love it. I there's think it's a, great. There's a couple of things about Dexter I like. Besides, you know, the whole premise of the show, I I, I think it's cool that his his wife in real life, who is now he's divorced from her, mm-hmm. was on every season. And she's of, in this one as well, and she's in the new season also. And she played his sister though. She played his sister, which she is did, really, yeah. really, but they were half sisters, like they a half brother and sister. They weren't right. Yeah. Isn't that the way it went? Or in something? the show, they're step siblings. Right. In, I mean, in the um, books, they're step siblings. In the show, they made it like where the they might be half siblings. Right. They, you know, they right. just had to add in another little thing. But in the book, they're strictly. They're strictly step-siblings, if it makes it any better for anyone. And what also I like, and I mentioned to you also, is they, they, the actors talk in it. Like, I, I mean, obviously they're the actors talk in it, but you hear their talkies. thoughts. That, yeah, it's one of those talkies. Yeah, I don't have to read, and it's all done in really fast time. But, like, you hear their thoughts coming out, like... Their inner monologue. Their inner monologue. That's yeah. thank you. Or and they also talk, oh, they which talk. is great. Okay. That's good. Because it was really tough when that first season when they did sign language. I was like, my God, I wish I had learned that. But mm. that's okay. Rip the host. That's fine. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. But yeah. but I, I like that part. And and it's great because he's got a great voice. And so does uh, Penn Badgley and yeah. you. I think he like, was we, perfectly. Yes, dense. he does. Oh, another show about a, a nice, uh, polite sociopath. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We we love our shows about sociopaths here, just so it's hard understand. not to like either one of them, really. When you you know, what I mean, you, you think about it. But that's it, why I think they're they're great because it's like, oh, if they can only get over the murder, they're pretty good people. Oh, pretty yeah. good people, yeah. though. Like yeah, you know, a lot uh, of the time they're just doing what they well. And yeah. you, he's he's an obsessive character where he's just. He's never happy with who he's with. He, but they they do it in such a way in every right. season. Yeah, it, it it you know like they it started to kind of almost like deconstruct the romantic comedy stuff. Like, oh, yeah. that would be really weird <laughs> yeah. if a person right right actually did that stuff, and then just kind of expanding on that. And they they he's he's, he's not likable. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he's not <laughs> likable, but you like him. They, right, I mean, you like, do. a credit to how it's played. Right, you, you, you end up rooting for exactly. It. And Joe exactly. is—I I haven't really watched much of Dexter, Melissa, but you, I mean, you've watched both, right? You and Dexter. Yes, yeah. Joe is just a killer. Like, I mean, like most oh, yeah. of the people he kills don't necessarily <laughs> exactly. deserve it. Other sometimes well, he, he thinks does. they do. He thinks he they do. certainly thinks and right. his rationale. Because he's that, basically really. a protector of that person that he cares about. So anybody that tries to tell us, yeah, exactly. Don't don't cross them. You know what I mean? That that's the thing. So you watch the first. No, we're not going to give anything away. But based on the the based on the first episode episode of of it coming back, you you all in on it. It's what you hoped, or you're like, I gotta "Eh." say again, I give him credit. The the last series he was in, he was based in Miami, right. And, you know, the color and the tone, it was bright Miami vibe kind of color. Right. So I really like this season, like, he's kind of in the mountains. So it's like, it's got a darker feel to it. They don't have, like, the colors that, you know, the the last series or whatever whatever you right. call the it. The pastels, yeah, you know, they, Miami there's vibe. There's no more, like, like it's, it's a darker to tone to it. Advice, no. 
So yeah, I watched it. I'm I'm all on board. As I said, I'm I'm not in the same group of those fans that hated the now, you, the season finale. Are you worried then? Because a lot of even when the actors are coming back, a lot of the interviews they're doing, they're like saying, "Now this is a way to get the ending right," because they feel that it wasn't great. Now, are you worried that they'll just the show won't be a sequel show or like whatever more? It, at least it didn't like. Are you I'm not going to give any spoilers it? away because they do have. If you saw the last, um, you know, the last series, then you know that uh, Deborah is dead in it, and they right. bring her back in a way that makes sense. They uh-huh. don't do it in a way that you know doesn't make any sense, and it's not going like, "Ooh, that never happened. We're fixing it." That happened. And if they want to give it like a different, I don't know how it'll go. So I don't know if it'll disappoint yeah, just, me or what. I'm just glad to... they didn't trash and be like, you yeah. know what? No, that didn't happen. This is a new season. Like, you know, I was kind of worried they'd do that and be like, yeah. oh, that never happened. Now it's a new season or something like to that effect. So they're not trashing that and saying, no, it didn't happen. Like that still happened. And what if they want to fix it? However, like I said, they've gone past the books at this point. And, you know, they really only followed the first book. This show is their thing. All right, cool. I'm, I'm excited to see where they take it and how they think they'll fix the ending. But I, I wasn't disappointed it? with the ending, so I don't think they need to fix season? it. Or is it going to be, like, more than... I, I have no idea. I hope there's more, but right that's just Right now it's me. listed as a miniseries. Yeah. All right, Because yeah. that would be nice if, we'll if it was... Yeah, you know, could come back again. This, this is the only show, though, that I think they've done where people... We're so upset about the ending of a way of a show it ended that they're coming back to try to fix, you know, whatever well, can fix bring it back. Whatever, cool. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, people would say, "Oh my God, I watched that ending of that. How could they do that? It's so it was a well, letdown." Like, and it, it, it's Sopranos, right? That exactly, a perfect too. one, a perfect one. I just mean, like that's one, like I. If it's that's how we should end this episode. Yeah, then we'll right. just we'll end it here. Right, but that, done. yeah. Right, she's parking a car, whatever. I don't think I'm giving anything away. And this, 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 this no, it, came it, out 20 years ago. Yeah, so, okay. it cuts to black. At yeah, the end. right. You know, so so you're every like, person thought their TV was broken. Right. Yeah. So what's going on? But this is like the first show that I could think of where, like, man, we really did like kind of mess up that. Let's maybe do like a mini series, like a six part, eight part, something to maybe get it back. And also, you know, we're working a little bit more. You know what I mean? Because it was years. From the yeah, it's finale. been like eight or nine years. Yeah, it's been a while, right? Happened. Since that it, it came on, yeah. and and now it's um, now he's back, and he's, he's back doing again. what he does best, Dexter. Yep. And there he's I in, go killing again. But he's yeah. in like he's not in a he's in a rural town, like you said. He's not in the Miami. It's yeah, a smaller... it's a change there. He's a you know different, got a different name, all that stuff. Right, so right. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. You know, I don't. I don't think the last their last series ending was a bad one. Like there's some stuff in in all of the the seasons that I could be like, I didn't care for that or I didn't like that. Right, but as right. a whole, I you know I, I like I said every book there was a web series I watched that I watched so I you know I'm just excited. That's, that's really a, me, a and it gave me what I wanted. Uh, Dexter, because maybe we can they, piggyback. They do, yeah, the, they do have a podcast oh. for Dexter now. Well, maybe Dizidor's on Dexter should Dizidor's be. Right, on Dexter, I mean, will work. We'll, I, I should at least be we'll called in as a consultant on the show. We'll get them on ours, and we'll, we'll go have on to. Theirs. We'll, you know what? Yeah. It'll yeah. be one of those. If cross I could at least be a consultant, that's really all I want. especially since we, I think we have a Dexter expert here. Really, I could write the show for you guys. If you need another writer or anything, right here. Well. I'm surprised, Melissa, with all the books you've read about 
murders and things that you haven't she already She could definitely get away with it. Come up. I yeah, mean, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I could I could see that happening. Now Very we methodical. Had, we had one word say. here, we had Dexter. There's another word I want to throw out. Dune. If I throw Dune. that out, we have two people I think who like Dune and one person on this panel is I I didn't watch it. Just And will never or No, I'm, I'm just gonna, I don't know. I just have to commit to watching a three hour movie about space worms and politics. So I'll have to I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> now but also it's not something that not to also that's just a mainly a joke not to pick up, but it was something that genuinely interest I know Zach because you've also read the books and seen the original one stuff I just I'm sure I'll give it a try it's just I have to I have yeah, to you buy be into in the mindset. it yeah you have to yeah. buy into it one day you have to be committed and open to it you now know? this is the one that Sting was in the original Dune he was am I right about that he was in the, the original, original movie the original yeah. movie not, first uh, adaption of if okay. he does not replies his role in the second movie I would be very upset yeah. alright so give me, a, Melissa, you saw it. Zach, you saw it? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it five times. Five times? <laughs> Twice in theaters, three times at home on HBO. Better, on, better in theaters, up. I assue, from the oh, way you... Oh, yeah. De- yeah. Because you got to see those space worms. <laughs> you got to see that space, <laughs> see that that space worm butthole. you got to see those uh, made-up languages, the, the sound. It looks beautiful. I, it also I has a cast of people that I, I love, so that would be cool. Yeah. Dave Batista's in it, friend of the podcast. So. Yeah, big fan. <laughs> big fan. I'm sure big friend. He and follows us. Once again, Dave, our, our dear friend, just killed it. Is so good in everything that he does. He's so good in the movie. You know, And I don't want to get off the, t- the topic of this, but I want to do wrestlers who've gone into movies. Hot Rock. Right, I mean, well, yeah, the Rock, the Rock, yes, but, the, but, Rock the most, the highest paid actor in Hollywood, three years in a row. The best actor, Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Dave Batista. You exactly. say the Dave Batista over the Rock for so, acting. Well, we gotta, we gotta add the Rock John is the Cena. Rock in pretty Don't forget much every John film. Cena. Let's face the it, The Miz. Okay, the Miz. that's right. <laughs> he the was, Miz. Yeah, he's, he he's did a movie, reality TV, where he dreamed to be a wrestler. Wrestler than movies. The Miz has had quite the career. Well, he was uh, also uh, in the Marine Four. Yes. Marine Four. You can't. <laughs> I, I watched John Cena. Marine yes, One. exactly. That's yes. exactly That's what it. I've never up. seen John Cena in my life. Yeah, you can't. Well, you I can't. can't. See I can't see. You him. can't see. Him. I've been told him. he's been in movies before. I've watched yes. movies with him in it, and I'm like, "Where is this?" I didn't man? mean to get off tangent, but we are going to have to do a podcast of wrestlers. That, so that was a tease. That was a coming. That's zone. a tease. That's, That's a really a tough one. But, but so Dave Batista and Dune. Well. Was did, he like a he was he didn't have that much screen time right not to give anything away he was like well, okay here's the thing about Dune Dune pretty Dune's, much no one has a lot of screen time in because Dune. Dune is huge has yeah. a lot of people in it though Zendaya Zendaya yeah probably doesn't yeah. No. In three hours yeah, they can't get Dave Batista in the movie and Zendaya <laughs> three hours isn't even in it that much she's, yeah she she's in it who's in such it? a minimal Zendaya? She, even probably, Oscar well, Isaac. Yeah, what, what but I like this I if I you've probably you've definitely seen her. She's in some of the more She's a recent. singer also? Well, she was, sort she of. Was. She was like she, a Disney, char, Disney she was, star oh, okay. singer. She was a Disney star like singer, but then she did. You know how Disney the does. They, they got to pump out multi-towns. She's in the new Spider-Man movie. She was in uh, what's Euphoria, the, Euphoria the, the on show H- on HBO. Yeah, you've seen her face. Okay. You definitely you know her. I, she's, yeah, At she's first, good. I thought you said Shakira. And I was yeah, like, no. her hits no. don't lie. So no. it's like, yes. she's in Dune. But okay. no, this isn't Daya. Okay. <laughs> no. Dune influenced Star Wars. Dune came out before Star Wars. Dune is it real. It did? Yeah. 
It was written the theory, yeah, the original book. Yeah. yeah, and like the if, movie Dune no, came no, out. No, no, no. no, no I was going to no, say no. right. Okay, the, no, the, the movie yeah. Dune was crazy. Nothing. The nineteen eighty four Dune is absolutely nuts. David Lynch directed that. Mm. David Lynch almost directed Return of the Jedi, which my God would have been. Hey, listen, there's a lot of people who love David Lynch, and and he does some stuff, but. I don't want him directing sci-fi, and his Dune was nutty. It would have been almost. And ladies and gentlemen, David Lynch yeah. is coming. Right, yeah. Listen, it's forever Mr. to get Lynch, this Mr. One. David I'm sorry, Lynch, I, ladies and gentlemen, I, I didn't want to tell you until it would have been almost. I find as bad. you lovely, but don't don't do Dune, please. <laughs> it would have been almost as yeah, bad as Ryan Johnson weird. directing as Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> the Last Jedi was not good, Michael. Yes. Hot and correct. Well, I also blame J.J. Abrams for oh, being like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break in the middle. It'll pop back in This end. is just hot ones. Is this is, yeah, yeah, this is, is hot, hot takes. But, but in the way we're talking about Dune is kind of the way things went with Dune. Dune came out and then everyone started doing stuff where they picked parts of Dune. Because Dune is big. Some parts of it are weird. And it's it, it's there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff in Dune. And I think the reason why this movie is so damn good, it doesn't ignore any of that stuff. But it doesn't decide to spend... 25 minutes talking about yeah. something that no one really will care about and probably turn off just the average moviegoer. This is the most, this one goes down easy. You can watch it and like have no interest in it and go, okay, that's an interesting. So you're saying three hours flies? It's not a Scorsese thing where you could have cut a half hour out of this bad boy? No offense they to Marty. They at least give there. you less. Expedition. Yes, there's, there's a lot. And then after that expedition, the same expedition. With the, yeah, to their credit, too, there's a lot of world building that needs to happen, I know, because Dune is huge. I think they got with this that, like, if you're watching this Dune, you know at least a little yeah. bit about Dune. Or, or what we've removed from it, and if you don't know anything, it's not going to break your understanding of what's going on. Because, Dad, Dune is basically like Game of Thrones in space. It's got a lot more to do with Game of Thrones than it does to do with, like, Star Trek. Does it it's, have dragons and, and things like no, that? No, it's got or... big sandworms. But the big sandworms aren't, like... <sighs> big sandworms. The yeah. big sandworms. You know, we all saw tremors, right? With yeah, the, right. It's, like, <laughs> right. It's, it's those things basically, but like they're just Bigger. part of the thing. But it's basically like are they evil or sand? No, they just are. They they're just, just they're, they're just there. They're big. They're on this planet. <laughs> hungry, 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 hungry yeah, earthworms. it's a lot of chess pieces and a lot of you know things going on. Sometimes the ground yeah. pops up and you know you're in a worm's mouth. It happens. Yeah, yeah. that's too. Oh, but but yeah, yeah, it's like it's like that, a, there's a you know like. You could definitely see that, you know, George R. R. Martin took a little bit from Dune, too, because it's it's a lot more of a period piece than it is a sci-fi piece, even though it takes place mm -hmm. thousands of years in the future, which makes it interesting. They fight with swords. There are weapons, like guns and stuff like that, but because they wear shields, swords are the only way you can penetrate it, so, like, the combat looks a lot more like a medieval movie than it does a science fiction movie. So you're a uniform guy in this? You would, you would go with, you'd love one of these Ooh. bad boy uniforms? Oh, yeah. Would you be uh, one of the people with a fucking like feeder in their in their nose? No, no, no. I I could never be a uh, Fremen, the deep desert a Fremen. people. I don't please, like please, please. I don't, Fremen. Michael, it's you know me and Sand. Get the name right. Don't I don't like the him. desert. No, no. House of Trades all yeah. the way. They're like the Starks. They wear basically like 
A badass uniform. A badass uniform. You know me. I'm a sucker for riding You're boots. You're a sucker for a... Just uh, like apparently <laughs> Crockett from Miami Vice. Exactly, baby. <laughs> I love myself yeah. some, some riding the, boots. All of our Miami Vice fans out there. Yeah. Oscar Trust Isaac me. is fantastic in it. That will be yeah. another podcast. Miami yes. Vice. And he does do a Star Wars reference in it, right? He said when he, when he, he wanted to be a pilot. He wanted to be a pilot, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. where he, in Star Wars he plays a pilot. Oh, I see. Oh, I damn see. So it's poking oh, fun. A little so, bit. Yeah. It's like that third. It's like, wall, hey, I'm third, in. Yeah. I'm in another. Has a lot franchise. of what Anakin hates. Yeah. Sand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Anakin will not like this movie. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is great, or uh, Timothy. I don't know how to yeah, pronounce it's, it. It's, Tim, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's uh, like a really good actor. He <laughs> just sees her like he's really good, and he actually seems the appropriate age of the character. Where I like Kyle MacLachlan a lot. But him playing like a teenager in that in yeah, the, really, really. in the eighty four Dune, Kyle MacLachlan don't think ever looked man. like a teenager. Kyle MacLachlan always looked like roughly thirty five. No, so. if I'm Kyle MacLachlan plays like in Portlandia the mayor, right? Yes, I love yeah. Kyle. Yeah, I, love, I love, love him. But he's great. That just role. a jolly old yes. dude. He's awesome, Kyle McLaughlin, in pretty much everything. And he's not bad Twin dude. Peaks, yeah, yeah that's true. Sex yeah, in the city, baby. Yeah. But you literally, <laughs> dudes. You, you literally yeah, can't take him seriously in the 1984, dude, because, like, that whole movie's a mess. It's, yeah, it's a hilarious really mess. Just watch it. And this movie's nothing like that. Um, I recommend it. So you recommend it highly. You've seen it five times. Three in theaters, two well, at home. Two at home. To, two, three. This is to both of you, and this is like a genuine question. You can go into as much spoilers or without if you want. If you want to do it or somebody who's never seen it. Like, so there's three hours. Two hours, lot, 17 minutes. But it's like there's a lot of world building. So then like what then like is the without you don't have to like say, okay, this is the ending. But like the what is this movie? Because I know it heavily relies on needing a sequel which got greenlit and i know that the yeah, the it's director a first partner i know that the director also wanted to he said he wanted to make three of them in the gen so like what is this movie it like what ha- not like what happens but like what is this movie like do i guess like, basically is mikey's it, trying to is say it so, why no <laughs> why should i watch okay. that but i'm like no, I'm so, kidding, I'm kidding, no but so course, like I'm what kidding. is like the major i guess beats in this movie that it could be like okay this is like you see it's is it setting the seeds for a lot of things is there a lot of things that happen in this movie that have grander effects yes or is it just a lot of like you're watching a long pilot of an episode that's gonna be great when it pays off. I, I think, Michael, the closest thing to say to you would be like, if you could do The Fellowship of the Ring, the first Lord of the Rings movie, where essentially, if you look at that, nothing really happens until the end. But a lot happens. But a lot happens yeah. in that okay. movie. But the story beats in this are actually bigger than anything that happens in... Because the first little bit of the movie is you establish... There's like really three factions that you have to worry about. Well, four, kind of. There's the people of Arrakis, who is like... It's it's like oil. There's spice on this planet Arrakis. You need the spice to travel through space and time. There's space. Yeah, everybody knows. Uh, it's, so it it's like oil. So there's a desert planet where there's this stuff that moves all the spaceships. So whoever controls that planet gets a lot of money. Uh, there's bad guys controlling it. The Emperor removes the bad guys from that and puts our people... The 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 Atreides in charge of this, and then the whole question is why, and you kind of see why that happens. So is this like a Middle East type of thing, like you know, like there's a country that's taken over, or it belongs to one, and then it's another person, another 
part of the, the galaxy thinks it's theirs when another part of the galaxy thinks, no, that's ours. The, yeah, there's definitely there's parts of that, that without it, it being like... Political. Okay. Yeah, because it's not... It, it's it's, not it's really more of so you like... Need spice to travel? Spice, yeah. They like call the it... name of like their oil, I guess. Yeah, their oil <laughs> spice. And like, through a very complex process, the spice helps you travel through space. So... I got you off tangent. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. This, this is, this is good no, because well, good. I guess for me, I know it may not help everybody to understand that it's like the Fellowship, because I feel like that's a good comparison. Because that is a movie that is grand effects. That in that singular movie, nothing giant. But the, happened, yeah, but it's a great. Like you want, you okay? Like you're, you're excited for the next two because of that movie. Yeah, the and the first part of this movie is a big downer. And the thing is, it leads you, I think what the tough part is, and thank God they're doing this, it leads you to an exciting second movie. But they do the big downer moment. I, I paused it actually through it exactly halfway through the movie. So they set up very quickly, which in the first movie, Ooh. there was like a beginning explainer for this world, mm. which is a stupid And then more way. after that. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where in this, it's just, boom, you're here. They'll do little tile cards of what planet you're on. Just think of them as countries, whatever. Uh, and then, you know, the big event happens. And then you see them deal with that. And then the next is going to be the resolution of those things. So it's almost the perfect half of the first book. Um, I think he's going to be able to tell the entire story in the second movie for the first book. Yeah. And then it's going to be what he's going to do from there. Yeah, because he, yeah. he, he, he's probably going to... I think they said he's, he could do two more. And I know that, it, so you're saying the second one should end the first book, and that's really all that, like, he can just go, because I know that there's, like, what, seven books or sorry, like, six, but yeah, they go, but he's they're, only like, gonna do, they're, yeah. they're, like, extremely weird and unnecessary, is, some of those is books. Is there a big demand, though, for, do, I mean, it's, like, doing, like, the new, what, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, uh... Battlestar Galactica. What? What? What is? It's it's a huge, huge risk because it's like there's a. It's not small, but there's a very devoted fan base to this thing, right? But not big, and it's a very high risk, high reward situation, mm-hmm. where it's like also this has been adapted before. It's been adapted twice and it's failed twice. Sci-fi did a miniseries. It was cheap. It was whatever in the two thousands. It was more close to the books, but there was no money mm-hmm. there. They did the 1984 movie that was supposed to be the next Star Wars. They built it as the next Star Wars. Uh, they put millions upon millions of dollars, and it completely almost destroyed the De Laurentiis' studios. Mm-hmm. So to do it again, it was like the book's unadaptable. How is anyone going to do this? And that's why they only gave it the first part. They were they weren't going to commit. And the really cool thing has been to see it succeed because the director who directed this is a guy I love, Denis Villeneuve. He's he's directed a lot of things. He's a really good director, and it was his favorite book, and he was very scared to do this, but he figured if he didn't... Is he French? He's he's, um, uh, French-Canadian. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's actually from Montreal. But he's a very, very cool guy. How many times have you seen it, Melissa? You've seen it on TV? I, I mean, which I, one? The new one Doom, or yeah, Doom, yeah. the new? The, the new, new one I I just watched last night. It took me a while because I did watch the the original movie, <laughs> and I was just like, "Am I really ready for just expedition?" <laughs> you know, like right, I right. just want to get into it. So I was very happy that that's what this one did. Where it's just like, okay, 
we're just going to get into it and give you the movie. Because, the man, the first time I watched Dune, I was like, what? Like, I'm into sci-fi. I'm into all that stuff. But I'm like, my God. I'm like, I... I was bored. I think it took me like maybe three times to watch the the original movie because I was just so bored to tears by it. Sometimes I'm like, I I don't know if I so can make this through. With then? And yeah, I didn't know if this was going to be the same. So I waited. Like it came out, and I was like, mm, Do I really want to spend two and a half hours uh, on a movie? I don't know if I'll be pausing. Like, oh, do I care about what's going on right now, or could, could I could I watch something else and circle back? So it was a movie that I, I I'm glad to say you know watched all the way through. Definitely enjoyed it more than, than the original. And I like I don't hate the original. I like the the original movie. But I just I, I can't. They they gotta these... tell you everything they're doing. I'm like, why don't you do it? <laughs> you, exactly. you made a movie. Yeah, just... Why don't why don't you just do it? I'm like, you know, I, I learned by, by seeing and if you showed me, I I know. Are these actors already signed to do Yes. Like, so so they're so they knew like they did one, we're doing two. Yeah. Like doing one, doing two. Is that what it's But called? as we like, were saying, if you're expecting anybody for like a really long time, like they had all of those characters on there, like there's a lot of characters. So they're not all gonna be on the screen every five minutes. Like people were really upset that Zendaya wasn't really in it as much. Like there's so much you know, there's so many characters and so many people in like different places, like they're not all gonna be on the screen. Like if you think they're a main character, they might be, but you gotta Redefine what you think of as main you character. Got to, you've got to kind of get the background of all these people. Yeah, and, and and everyone on screen for how little time they get shines. I think a surprising person that I was wondering how they'd be who turned out to just be great, Jason Momoa. Oh he, yeah, he's in Jason Momoa's in it too. He's in yep. it. He's fantastic. So uh, he's got a Game of Thrones. He was he's, in that. He's a Game of Thrones and connection. He's also what Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. yeah, he's great in it. He talks it, to fish. Yeah. So he's going from water to sand. To sand, yep. He's getting. So he's, he's, he's doing the very, whole. I, I, he's covering he's a lot. All the bases, all the all hits. hits. All the hits. Right. <laughs> yep. You got. You got to have sand. You got to have water. It's, exactly. It's, exactly. And you got to have Jason Momoa. Yeah. Now, did Jason Momoa and and Dave Bautista, they like are they enemies? Because like that would be a heck of a battle. They I mean, are enemies. Oh, they are enemies. But so we. Yeah. I will. It's funny because in real life. They're like best buddies, and they're trying to pitch a, or I think they're actually doing it past like a pitch, a buddy cop movie with both of them. Oh, I can I'm see already that. excited I would, for I would that. put money I in for that. The shit would, out of this. And they are welcome to come on this podcast yes, and promote yes. it. Yes. They would like me as a producer. Time. I give five dollars to production. I would please, definitely please, enjoy Dave Batista. Make this happen. We see you, Dave. We, we see we the work you, that Dave. you're doing. We, we, yes. we love you, Dave. I agree Batista. with it. I'm watched, on board with it. I'm yeah. around it. I watched Army of the Dead for you, and I would yes. do it again. Yep. I watched I that movie twice again, for you. Times. Army yeah. of the Dead is... <laughs> we, we zombie talk, heist movie, Dad. We talked oh, about that's it. right. I got that's tattooed right. right. We have discussed that already. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Have a movie that got me a brand new tattoo. Which made absolutely no basic sense this movie right yes. wasn't that the thing about made, it it was like they made building a, a it was terrible they made was, a prequel to it that made even less sense there's like a did bang. you watch it michael i i yeah i did I, really I, wow a okay. little bit there's like i'm a on bang. board was i watch a, all of was it was this the bank robbery movie that yeah. nobody gets yeah. okay okay the, I, I'm army sorry. army of thieves are uh, yes yeah. yes man we describing it like well i would uh i i was looking forward to in the sense of uh Natalie, I don't know her from Game of the Thrones. One, yeah, from yeah, Game of she's Thrones. in she's the in prequel it. too. So oh, it's like goodness. Zack Snyder's yeah. good at getting good mm-hmm. actors that you like being terrible movies. 
except Dawn of the Dead is probably the only good movie yeah. he's done, in my opinion. But James Gunn wrote that, right? He just yeah, directed he it, that. so yeah. that's that's why he didn't do a good movie. Um, and you uh, saw that on, what, Disney Plus, or where did you well, see well, it? <laughs> um, Netflix. Netflix. Netflix has that, but no, yeah, Dawn of the Dead, he did, like, in 2008, or, or I'm 2004. I'm excited, like, he's gonna do, like, a, like, an animated, or, like, you know, like, cartoon one with it. Dawn with, of like, the Dead? No, cool. not Dawn of the Dead, the, of the, the army, army of, of you know, because he, he's doing he's a whole cinematic it. universe with it. The That's what they're all, I'm like, he's all, all right, whatever. Well, you, know, yeah, you know, good for him. I but won't root I, against him, but I will not watch it. I will not watch oh, it. I'm here for it. I'll watch him. Yeah. <laughs> You're like so depressed, like, I'll watch Oh, but I, if I got it. You know why? Well, this is ready I'll, for the Snyderverse. I gotta say, I... It was all right with the the second one, the Army of Thieves, until like the end. It didn't. It didn't. And also, like, I, I want a little be. more zombie in my zombie movies. Yeah, well, it's, in the uh, first one, yeah. Yeah, first one, and you know, I just I want some more zombie in my zombie. I need movies. less so Zack really, Snyder in my Zack Snyder verse. You know, it's like you need more cowbell. You need more zombies. That's, I thought that that one doesn't have any zombies in it at all. It really kind of doesn't. Like you see it on like because the it's like pretty much the second one is a prequel and like it's the start of the zombie apocalypse. So sometimes like on the news. They'll have, you know, something well, going on Las about Vegas, it. right? And yeah. he'll have, like, you know, dreams about, you'd be like, oh, zombies. Because they are, like, happening. Like, they are popping up. But society hasn't crumbled okay. yet. Yeah. But they yeah. are. So, like, there'll be, a, you know, a news thing that goes by about the zombie apocalypse. And I'm here, like, hmm. Like, let's That's rob just a, a really... I'm mean, like, let's <laughs> rob a bank. Let's rob a bank. It's, it's so, uh... so baffling, all of that whole thing. You know, I will say about the second that I thought was really funny for some reason, the second one, like, because I guess the, the point and purpose, like, they're trying to find, like, safe crackers, and they send this guy, they think he's a good safe cracker, he goes to, like, an underground, like, club where they have people crack safes, and I'm just like, what... Yeah. What universe would that ever be a thing? Well, it's like, like, <laughs> certainly not the what, Dune That's universe. how like you get your safe cracker is, uh, oh, where'd we find him? Oh, you know it. One of those underground clubs you go to where well, you have like people cracking safes. You don't talk about Fight Club, but you know they exist. Right. 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 You know that, that there's a safe cracker. You, you know that there's... I'm just like, you're how? just not hanging around with the cool people if you're I'm not, not the safe no. cracker. Uh, I'm clearly not. I've the never gone to one of the safe crackers. Safe cracker podcast. They've got to, because... It made it seem like it was a thing that they had fans for it. I'm like, who's going to an underground safe cracking house? Zach like, Snyder. oh man, that's my guy right there. Look at him opening that safe in under two minutes. I'm like, this is insane. Just so that to me instead. was just like the funniest thing that's what ever. They do most times. One thing, uh, James Good apparently thinks they're <laughs> safe cracking houses. One thing I want to bring to with entertainment before, because you're mentioning stuff coming back, and it's uh, sunny. It's coming back for its record-breaking season mm. 15, December 1st. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I just had, wow. to, I had to throw so that you got to throw that and in. As an honorable, honorable mention there for the thing, because it hasn't yeah. come back yet. And if they want to promote that. Longest-running yeah. sitcom, baby. You know we yeah. are live action. We are oh, yeah. here to uh, new sponsors, to, to anything like that. that. We got that. Yeah, you're we're, absolutely you know, we're, welcome. Yeah, so they're always welcome on the show. We have some other movies that are out. The James Bond 
you saw I did see another it. long movie. Melissa, have you seen that yet? James Bond? I haven't seen it. Well, that's not... I haven't gone to an actual you theater, haven't gone to a theater before the pandemic. So, so, so if they put yeah. it on TV, I'll watch it. Once it hits. But, you know. Well, big news today. They did announce that they will be making it available on Video On Demand in two weeks. But well, for I guess $19. In two weeks. Video On Demand. Well, it's yeah. worth it, I guess, yeah. if you want to... And you know. Shang-Chi is coming out on Disney Plus on November 12th. What's coming yeah. out? Shang-Chi, which that I think we should all watch and review. Because if I didn't go to the theater just because I didn't want to go to yeah, the theaters we, for that. Like, I'm know. a professional. You don't need to tell me what to do here. We, we, we kept yeah. saying that we were going to go back for Fast and the Furious and we're like, three hours. No. And that was like when Delta came back and we're yeah. like, nah, we're not going to risk right. it. But it's a right. saga. Uh, every single thing kind of lined up that uh, the first movie I went back to see in theaters was uh, James Bond, No Time to Die. That one and Dune, I felt, were two that were important to see in theaters because also the directors waited very smartly a long time. Worth to... it? The James Bond movie? Well, Dune more James Bond. Yeah, what would you, if, if you had, well, you've only, you've seen Dune five times. You've seen James Bond once? Well, yeah. Dune also did release on HBO, HBO. right? Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you've seen it, but you've seen it. Would you, would you watch the Bond movie five times? No. No, sadly, I think he only watched this one once. Which is a very so that's, um, that was a bad movie. Very controversial wasn't it? You only topic, watch it once. Right? You only watch it once. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't say. I, I I don't know if I could describe it a disappointment or not. There's a lot of choices that I don't think I loved in the Bond movie. Um, I think I'd be spoiling it if I said uh, the issues that I had with it. Uh, none of the issues have to do with the fact that there's. Uh, you know, like strong female characters or anything like that. Like it's nothing. We along know you those hate lines. a strong female. You, you character. know that. Yeah. You know. You know. Zach me. thinks women belong in the um, kitchen. <laughs> yes, he loves his Bond girls too. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Be, be, there to be Bond girls. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a sixty seventy Bond sandwich. girls. I don't need these two thousand Bond girls here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking a lot about this. I think that Daniel Craig is one of my favorite Bonds, though he always seemed to be. Seems like he hates it. He like he seemed legitimately yeah. miserable. From just even the first one he did, he just seems so over it and done. Like I, I feel like I can't believe he's done it this long. Which, it's just my whole expression on him being Bond is just why. He well, just when does he's it. he's the I think him and more. I think he's actually been the longest tenured Bond. Fifteen years he's right. been doing Bond. Well, that's he's, because though they were supposed to come out early. Though, th- right? There's that's been a why, lot you know, of problems lot of with these movies. Uh, personally, I think the series probably should have ended. With Skyfall, okay, that's my. I, I love Casino Royale. Quantum of Solace has gotten better over time. Uh-huh. Skyfall is a great it's a fine line. Ending, Ages. yeah. Spectre is silly. Dave Bautista is in that though. Again, great actor. Not his fault. And those problems. Uh, and this one, ultimately, the bummer about it was uh, this is the most fun it seems that Daniel Craig's having. And it's his last one. Right. Uh, Maybe that's why. Yeah, I think that's that's something. Pressure's off now. I don't have to be Bond anymore. I know he worked out heavy for this, and he was in a lot of... Uh, he had to do a lot of like scenes where it was tougher to recover, he said, from this thing. Yeah. But I know he got, he got hurt bad. Is he 50 
He's over fifty. Is he over fifty? Yeah, he's over. I mean, he 50. looks good for you know. I he mean, looks great. He's he's a you he's know a not great that fifty man. is the new thirty as far as I'm concerned. I mean, especially you know yeah. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is is a, he's not aging like us. Daniel Craig, he's doing fine. Daniel he's, Craig is is doing yeah, very he's well. Found yeah, he's found that fountain of youth. Yeah. He jumped in it. Um, he's I think he's a great Bond. And he he's brings, married to Rachel Weisz, by yes, right? who I think is good too. She did I, that Keanu Reeves movie, which with with. Well, she was also in the Black Widow movie. Yep. She, she, she's great in everything she does. And she's an eternal crush going back to the mummy for me. Oh. And the mummy with Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Who is an eternal crush for me. So. I mean, <laughs> yes, he's an yes. eternal crush for everyone. Etern- if you don't love Brendan Fraser, you yeah. can just take yeah. a walk. He was also good in, in the... In uh, Man, I know. <laughs> in, right. Well, George of the Jungle, I was going to say. Oh, right. and Dudley Dudley Dudley. Right. I did love yeah, George right. Dudley Dudley. That's a funny movie. You can't, you can't miss that. Brandon Fraser movies, next podcast, by the way. Next podcast, that we're not going to Yeah, we really could. Them. Let's just have a we're whole... Just gonna we're just going to yell Let's out... Let's do a separate yeah. podcast. We'll just list Brendan Fraser movies. I'm going to go as The Quiet TV. American. TV. <laughs> he was in the TV Monkey show The Affair. First yes. season of that too. Let's he, not he was great. That, I, I was gonna stop watching the affair. Actually, I was like, eh, I don't care. And then I heard they got Brendan Fraser. I'm like, well, you know what? You still be there. You said exactly. You son of a bitch, Brandon Fraser. And then Brandon the same Fraser. with like he was on that show Trust, and he played kind of like an eerily similar to like um, the affair. And I was like, you know what, Brendan? Oh, Fraser. that was the one about the the kid, the, kid. the grandson of the really rich right, guy with kids now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Getty and he was in that. I'm Getty like, well, you put yes. Brandon Fraser in it, and he's got a cowboy hat. Let me tell you, I'm gonna watch was, it. That was certainly better than the movie. It. All the money in the world, though. Oh, yes. It was one of those weird situations and where a they lot did less controversy. Yeah, where they did both at right. the same time. Right, right, yeah. right. And yeah. and uh, what was it? Christopher Plummer was in one. Christopher yeah, he was in the movie. Current space, yeah. And Donald Sutherland was in the... Uh, right, right. Yeah. Okay, Donald yeah. Sutherland, man. He's Donald so Sutherland is a guy that's been kicking needs, around forever. And he's from award. Animal... I mean, he did Clute. Clute? Great movie with Jane Fonda. Clute back in the day. Oh, Clute? my God. It's a classic. Clute. you got to watch it. It's you a classic. Seen it? I'll, 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 it's I'll, one of the greatest... You can't Clute. find it, but it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Honestly, that might be one of my favorite movies. Clute is a good movie. It really is. Jane really? Fonda, it's good. Wow. I'm just more surprised one of Melissa's favorite movies. It's interesting. I, I love Well, she has Clint. like a thousand favorite movies. I mean, so, I know, yeah, I know. I have yeah. a million out of a thousand, but I, right. I love it. That's what I always come back so to. So it's, it's a billion there. So we, thumbs halfway up for James Bond. I'd say if you like the Daniel Craig movies, you have to well, see Well, you've it. seen them, you got to finish it. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, it's a distinct and definitive ending. Right. So you have to see that. I am interested now... To see what happens next, and I kind of hope with all the stuff like that everyone in the world's been through, I want just a hint, just a hint, not a lot of this because I don't like the Roger Moore Bonds, but I want Bond to seem a little happy in the next one. That's all. A little, okay, a little bit more happy. I got to ask you this. Yeah, who's going to play the next Bond? Going around a table. We'll start with Zach. Who do you want to play the next? Bond? Okay, realistically, probably unknown actor. Okay. Uh, but I think that Richard Madden would make a fantastic James Bond. Richard Madden. Uh, uh, you know. Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Game Rob Stark. He's in the Eternals right now. I think yes. he'd make a fantastic James Bond. I'm just throwing that out there for people who yeah. don't know. Uh, Richard Madden. Richard Madden. So Rob you're Stark. saying Richard Madden. Mikey? I don't know who they Well, you're not a big Bond guy anyway, though. Yeah, but I don't know who they would cast, but I'll say this. As a guy who's never... I mean, I've seen the Bonds. We've talked about this right. before, so I don't want to right. rehash with that. But I don't necessarily know who they... Let's be honest, they will cast, like, uh, 
a white dude, but I want Idris Elba. <laughs> okay, that I is a good that. one. Yeah, yeah, good that's one. that's the one that I want. But they'll probably Let me ask you this. Henry Cavill will probably cast. I could see or someone mm-hmm. like that. Right now, would you? I know you're not a big I would guy. Watch we it talked about if that. Idris if it was Idris Elba was in there, yes. that would make that would draw you. There's to the also bar. I watched the Suicide Squad movie with Idris Elba because because of Idris Elba, and I did not like the Suicide Squad movie, and I do not like DC At movies least it was in better general. Than the, it was better than the other one, but it was not. Don't even count as a movie. And, yes. and, and for the record, I have been an Idris Elba as Bond guy for a very long time. I think he'd be fantastic. I think, unfortunately, he's probably going to be like the Sam Neill Bond, where everyone thought that he was going to be Bond, and then they went with Timothy Dalton, which ultimately worked out better for Sam Neill. I think will ultimately work out better for Idris. Well, Elba. I think he's, yeah, he won't. He get, might uh, be aged out though. That's, that's it. I problem. think that's just really that's his. Just he's too old to play Bond he now. He should have. If if they cut the Daniel Craig, maybe too short. You know, too movie shorter. Craig said he want to kill himself to play Bond again. Right. That's yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Idris Elba. I see. I this is just this is just kind of this is who I see. Alexander Skarsgård. I don't know. You guys know who that guy is? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I, I feel like he's got the vibe. He's got a Bond vibe. Well, that's wow, the first one. He's got. That's right, who you he's want got or a, who you see. Like both. both. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, that's he's got a Bond vibe. Yeah. That's different. So I'm, That's definitely. You know, I, yeah, I can see it. Debonair. You know, I think he can get in shape for it. Like, there's been movies where he's just, like, kind of slim. But, I, like, I, I'm i not throwing, like, I don't know if anyone has seen the Tarzan movie with him in it. Not that it's a great cinematic no, movie. But he got, like, yeah, he got, like, yeah, he got like, you know, in that movie. Yeah, because yeah, he was in, like, True Margot Blood. Robbie. He was kind of, like, a oh, skinny Margot little. Oh, Robbie, okay. Yeah, he but got I don't know. And I feel like he's got the like, Bond vibe to him. So In I fairness, mean, he's never not been fit that man. He's, yeah, no, he's, yeah, he'll for be, real. I'm just saying, I think he could do it. I know his name's not anywhere near it. Dirty yeah, Dirty Little, little Liars. Little he lies, was, uh, you liars. know, Nicole the, Kidman's husband. Uh, husband. Yes, yeah. Played a violent but, guy in that, yeah, by the way. No, Ooh, man. I, who, who would you think? You know, Who would why? you like to see? I, I, you know, I don't know who I would want to see. I think they should take a little time, first Definitely. of all. Yeah. You know, you got to get over the, the whole thing of it. But who I would want to be... I like the guy you were talking about, Rob's, uh, you know, the Richard one that was Madden. in Richard Madden. I think he would, would be, be he would be good, but I'm trying to think of like it. I would, I like, I like that look, but I think he'd have to be British, you know, he, he, to, to be. Do you know what I mean? I, I, but I like that type. But I'm trying to think. Now, Dad, of, I mean, the the big talk has always been, and again, I don't think that any of our picks would happen because I think everyone is too old. Right, right. Except now, Richard Madden, I but feel like. Richard, yeah, Richard Madden's in his third. He's my age. He they'd have 34. to pump out a couple, like yeah. boom, and have one in production. If, if, yeah. if it were Richard Madden, they'd have to cast him now, now. which they, they wouldn't do. They want to, right? Yeah, I but. think next year is the sixtieth anniversary. So okay. I think that they're going to announce it then. I think they're going oh, to do I the big, I th- I think. At the end of the Bond, did they say, and another Bond coming? Like they, they That was the big thing. Bond. I waited until after the did credits, they do it? and they said James Bond will return. Will return. Yes. You know, but I can't really think of an actor. Now, you know, this is the Go funny ahead, thing. Throw is out one, of, one of the big things, I'm surprised you haven't said it yet, one of your favorites, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah, yeah, but Tom Hardy's in his... You know, he's, I, th- I thought he would almost be too. Old. I think he'd be too old. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking yeah. he's like, like in that same too, 35 to 30. You he's know, too what I mean? busy. Not that that he right might be now. even older than that, Tom. I think he's older than that, but yeah, it, it's you know, yeah, it's tough. It's it tough. Is tough. That would go from like the suave, cool, which he can play to like that would be. I, can, I imagine yeah, I him as yeah, that is good. I, I'm surprised. But I don't know if he was. 
if he would want to do the, I don't know if he'd be. Uh, he doesn't want. Who'd want that scrutiny all the time? Yeah, you know? he just seems to be a guy who can. He could play t- anything. Stuff he could play anything. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I, I, I have mentioned that. that in the past. Well, I, I feel like a lot, all the actors we said could play Bond. It's right. just they're not going to cast them, probably. But like they, Richard Madden, Idris Elba, you I, know, Alexander Skarsgård could. I mean, be he's great. not even in talks. Where they I know it's not going to happen. A non-Brit Bond would be insane. That would How about like a younger Jude Law type guy, like someone like, but younger Jude Law. Jude Law would be a great Jude Law would be a great James Bond but see I would want Jude Law would play you'd almost want to see a Jude Law period Bond movie like I'd want to see like Jude Law play Bond in like the late 60s early 60s now who like what do you think is going to come first though here now the chicken or the egg type of thing are they going to have to have that script and then Go out to say, look, this is what we wrote. Could no. Hardy play it? Could Elba play it? Could or they've yeah, got to the pattern person, that. They're, the they're, they're, they're going to pick their bond. It's and always then the guy around. first, yeah. right? But like. you're gonna, but you're thinking that you want him to be a little. Could Tom Hardy play a bond that's going to joke around a little bit, or you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm saying I don't know if I you want know? quippiness. I think I just want. Because he did do one comedy, Tom Hardy. The, the, the one he's problem... Funny. He with, is funny. Well, the, you mean that this means war? Is it with Reese no, Witherspoon? Yeah. Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah he, I thought he was pretty funny. In he's, I, he's, I mean, he's, he's good in everything he's he does. Fu- yeah, he's absolutely funny. I'm not saying I want it to be Roger Moore Bond. I'm just saying No, no, that, I know what you mean. That it, it really seemed like Daniel Craig... The cool thing was they addressed how heavy it must be to be a spy. And the, like They did like a, like a proper spy movie thing with that. But also, within the universe of James Bond, where it's like, here's super villains who are doing these things that are just ridiculous and everyone knows it's James Bond. So you kind of have to find the happy medium there. Yeah, but and, what and, could they do, though? Like, what would be, like, the premise of the movie would have to be something like... They almost can't... They have to be, like, campy. They have to take themselves, like, we know it's a spy versus super villain. This is gonna be, like... Yeah, or like, maybe funny. make it a little bit smaller stakes. Because, like, like the thing is, like, it doesn't need to be everything is the end of the world. The, the, one of the reasons why Casino Royale is kind of cool is because he's basically right. going up against a guy who's funding bad things. Right. And, and, and right. that bad guy is just scary. So you kind of want Bond, I think, dealing with stuff like that. Like, it could be big. But um, I think one like of the with bond like they were trying to steal like like the crown jewel or something you know what I mean like does it have to be like he's got to stop like you say the world from blowing up by a you know something like that I I don't you know what know. the next thing could be with it, just going back to what we talked about uh, villain uh, manipulates all cryptocurrency to make himself the richest man that in the world could be. and Bond has got to stop realize this or, cryptocurrency yeah. is worthless or would there be like uh, because of a pandemic like there's a virus that could be would that be well that's that... the bit one of the big problems with this movie is it they are dealing with a virus that could get out oh and the virus that could get out. Is, is nanobots. Um, yes, is nanobots. Is Aaron Rodgers in it? Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is the super villain. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Going, we're going full circle here. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Is super, that's a yeah. good, uh, that's a good like, closing point. <laughs> yeah, that is, is a good Rogers. closing point. It starts or it begins as Aaron Rodgers. We, start with Aaron, we begin with Aaron Rodgers. We end with Aaron Rodgers.
I'm glad we got Dad, back together I, to do this. I agree. This was a good podcast. This was a good. This podcast. was a good podcast. You can cut that out, Mike. The right, fans um, don't have to. Don't cut me out. Mike, I think you should leave it in. I'm cutting out the whole thing. You think people Mike. listen to these? Yeah. Wow, well, it's just a lot about hockey. A lot yeah. about hockey. A lot of hockey. A lot about Mike and a lot of questions we that think Mike's asking, but just nobody's answering those questions. Yeah, confused. Yeah, fans get confused when I'm answering myself a lot. Yes. So the holidays are coming up, so we're gonna get like try to get you know your Thanksgiving, your Christmas, you know. And if you want to send gifts to us, because yeah. we've yeah. given you so much joy over the year, we're starting a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Just give us money. So, Go fund me. And, and there's Just nothing. There's a like five tiers of payment, and you get nothing for each tier. But there's just higher payments. You can yeah. Yes. yeah, we just we'll say we like you more. Yeah, we will send you a tape. Of our podcast, yeah, autographs. So you can never listen to If it. you, you pay for listen. the airfare, well, we don't have the money board, for like you know to, to you. send it out like that. So we wanted a little. Maybe we can do like some kind of like mugs with our pictures on it and send it out to our loyal viewers. Again, Dad, that's going to be tier five of the Patreon, and you're going to really have to want that. That's a hundred yeah. bucks a month. That that's a year. That's a. But you know what? To have a picture of let's say. Any of you three on there every morning to see that? It's got to brighten your day. It'd be like a happier bond. I think our fans would be called pasties. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All, pasties. all of our loyal pasties get a out there. Prime membership. Oh. Yes, our pasties. Who will get prime memberships? Oh, yes, very good. Nice going. We're workshopping right. this. We, just let's say merch is coming, you guys. Merch is yeah. coming. Merch is coming for the holidays. Yes. Yes. We know you're all <laughs> asking just for it. Just go to Green Bay Packers. Zach and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. It will come with a built-in. I can't wait for Stephen yeah. to get me an Aaron Rodgers jersey for oh, Christmas. That's, that's coming. That is coming. But, uh, I'm you. sorry. Tom Brady. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, apologize. It'll carry the coronavirus. Thanks for listening, and we will do this. Uh, we won't take another three months before we do the next one. Thank you.